0: Tonight's final bout is for the Intercontinental
1: Heavyweight Championship, scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this
2: great hall of justice, are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled.
3: The Lost of the
0: Titans... The passion
4: and death of their struggle, the very art that had raised them to such Olympian heights was lost. Their techniques vanished.
1: Referee giving instructions here to both principals, and this should be one whale of a match to wind up things here in Madison Square Garden.
3: All right, fans of the Titans of Wrestling, if you're digging this show, you got to know that we've been doing them for a while. We've got an archive of shows that you're going to blow your mind. Just head on over to the Place to Be Nation to check them out. Titans of Wrestling Archives, you know you want to hear it.
0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at place placetobenation.com the only place to be in your pop culture
1: world
4: well hello everyone and you're listening once again to the titans of wrestling we are back this is a proper full-on show i'm here with uh, with johnny how are you doing johnny
3: uh i had a shitty day but it's good to be back with you guys and and, and parv welcome back from your uh sabbatical of podcasting
4: <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much johnny mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it really, yeah, it was like, I missed
0: you because I never heard you at all for a whole month. It was like well, kind, of, kind, of, kind of
1: strange.
4: <laughs> uh, Kelly, uh, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, as ever. Uh, it's great to get back to um, our original starting point with the guys from the WWF, and this should be a good one.
4: It's snowing in Canada, yeah? <laughs> actually,
1: in Calgary, it snowed... Uh, like a month ago (laughs) but in vancouver no it's beautiful still um very warm but the rain is coming unfortunately and then we were in uh cloudy rainy dismal weather for six
4: months almost and uh and pete how are you
0: doing doing good
4: Uh, how old are you these days
0: old enough still younger (laughs) than johnny though (laughs) that's the measuring stick
4: (laughs) Uh, all right, well, your ass on
3: the measuring stick.
4: <clears <clears <throat> we are we're back in uh, Madison Square Garden, and it's March the sixteenth, nineteen eighty one, um, and uh, we're gonna do the full card. Um, c- Kelly, now when was the last time we were in nineteen eighty one? It seems like absolutely ages ago. <laughs> uh, it
1: wasn't too long. It was the the Cobra Clutch Challenge. Oh, right. Remember that uh, evening? I believe it was Bare, barely. Uh, I know Johnny does. does Twenty-three leave. years ago, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was July. I think the end of July. But yeah, it's been a while.
0: Yeah. You know, with a, with a month hiatus and stuff from podcasting, you know, that was fun.
4: You know. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, we're back in Madison Square Garden. They had a pretty decent crowd for this show. Twenty-one thousand. Plus, it says in the results, and I think Vince mentions doing the card, the 24,000 people were there, which is a really uh, decent crowd at MSG. And I was just having a look at the results, and the the gates were really up at this time, like all the way through ni- 1981. And I was trying to figure out what it was, like what's popping the gates here. Well, uh,
0: yeah, I have a the theory.
4: Oh yeah, but what do you reckon, Pete?
0: I think is they have they had so much. I mean, you might think, wow, on on looking at it on paper, it's kind of a shitty card. But uh, in reality, I mean, you had the champion, you had Andre, you had two, two of the biggest heels in the company, and in, in uh, Slaughter and uh, uh, Hanson. And then you also had uh, for support. Also, you had Hogan, who was also a big heel, yeah. and Atlas, which was was probably like your second or third babyface. Uh, uh, you know, really. I mean, they had, I mean it was like pretty much loaded. It had pretty much everything you could. Uh, <clears throat> you actually built the, the card like you would on like a pay-per-view or something. That's a loaded, a lot of talent on top.
4: My uh, my, my theory, Pete, was that it's Pedro power. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, and then we also had Pedro,
0: didn't he? Yeah, Pedro. Yeah. Pedro. Well, it's, yeah. Also,
3: it's also 1981, and it's a new dawn in America as Reagan's America has settled in, and, and people felt like celebrating... You know, all their newfound wealth under Reaganomics by going to the matches.
4: I mean, that said, I did go back and have a look at '81, and they pretty much consistently hit 20,000 yeah. plus all the way through 1980 as well. So maybe yeah. it's just that they. I mean, it's amazing how they consistently sell out uh, or have near sellout to MSG every single month. It's just incredible. <laughs> um, Do
0: you think maybe Bob? If I mean, I know he was he was still Drew earlier. Do you think he finally clicked in '81? Maybe.
4: I don't know, but they're, like, they're really up in 81. They're consistently like 24, 25. Who knows? Um, I think
0: 81, I think it, honestly, and I'm, it, will, it will end up proving me right or wrong, but I think it was really, he had the best, his best heels and best programs he had as champion mm-hmm. on what happened mm-hmm. in 81 and stuff. I think mean, yeah. that might have something to do with it. He has a lot of
1: good ones. I think actually uh, the Bruno Larry feud kind of heated up the territory a lot in 1980, and this is kind of... Still riding that wave in a lot of ways. I'll throw that in as a theory. I think oh, wrestling yeah. became cool again um, in New York or in the Northeast.
4: Because it, well, it seems. It, I mean, it makes it like just on the face of it, it makes it look like Stan Hansen's a very big draw. But I don't. I don't think that's the answer.
0: No. And <laughs> um, it's March, so it's like warming up. So you also can come out of the snow at this point. I want to say right. <laughs> uh-huh.
4: Okay. Well, let's uh, let's hit this card then because. uh, as, uh, as big as the crowd was, um, it starts off with um, the great Yatsu taking on Barrel, uh, our old friend, the Baron, Baron Zagluna. Pete, um, hey, uh, you got any notes on this one? Not really. I just,
0: I just wrote 10 Yatsu, one with a small package. Uh, it was what it was. Typical. You know, it happened a lot in, in the WWF. Uh, even looking at, like, Crockett. Uh, r- results in uh, in eighty-one. They had uh, had really didn't have a whole hell of a lot underneath their uh, main and semi-main, and this is just you know it was just garbage, garbage match. It, it happened.
3: <laughs> happen oh, I I disagree. I thought this was the best Baron match we've seen. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what got into him. <laughs> but
0: is that really, is that really saying a lot to best Bear? I actually? thought I mean, this,
3: well, yeah, but I mean, I thought this judging was judging a
0: bell curve or something. I mean,
3: uh, I, I thought this was, I liked that Baron doing a nice arm drag into the head scissors. Uh, I love that the crowd was booing Yatsu at first and yeah. Baron, Baron uh, through his antics, managed to, you know, get the crowd hot for the, the Japanese guy, uh, I love that ref. Yeah, he's <laughs> had seen him before. Like, give give the man a chance to get out of the corner for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I I was surprisingly pleased with this. Uh, I, I love that at the beginning during the announcements they actually said the exhibitions this night uh, <laughs> instead of the matches. So
0: and I mean, maybe also Baron also might have thought maybe he could have got a. A Japan tour out of this by uh, working harder with Yatsu he, he might was, have been his favorite opponent of Yatsu he
4: was definitely on tonight by Baron standards it's like, yeah. he, mm-hmm. he decided that he was going to come out and actually wrestle tonight because uh, he does more than his usual you know concealed punch um, he actually tried to work some holds but well, I got it
3: I gotta talk about these the the intro to the television program. Oh yes. this was this was 1981, man. I I just it was flashing. I was 11 years old watching, you know, just because this was the same kind of commercials you'd see on normal TV. Uh, I love it. Welcome to the magical world of Madison Square Garden, and they show the Statue of Artemis with her naked tits. It was like oh tits on TV. And then they uh, they show the dog show, the dog show, the in, the, the bane of Vince's existence for many years, the dog show. Uh, Eddie Rabbit singing about Miller time. <laughs> Levi, Levi's shirts. Uh, and if you have, if you have cable TV, be sure to tune into <laughs> apocalypse. There are, uh, it seems like they're always showing apocalypse now. <laughs> is that like the only movie they show? Uh, and this is uh, Prism? Is fucking apocalypse now. Yeah, that, that's right. That, Prism. Yeah. They own the yeah. rights. It's all they show is wrestling and apocalypse now. Uh, <laughs> And, 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 or wait, or, and late night adult fun with Tom
4: Jones! <laughs> mm. I
3: was like, all right. So there's some
4: porn. And... An interesting story about those 1981 Tom Jones shows. My grandmother was a massive Tom Jones fan. And yeah. um, rumor has it that her and her friend uh, uh, Gloria went to see Tom Jones back in the day and threw their knickers at him. As, uh, as, I was about to say as, this, as they it. did. They put their panties at them? And, uh, well, for her birthday, I bought her those 1981 <laughs> Tom Jones performances. And, uh, <laughs> seeing them crop up at the start of this was quite amusing to me. Um, so, yeah. And then there there, there, his
3: grandmother threw her, her underwear at him. You <laughs> yeah. know, it was, it was a very uncomfortable birthday party. <laughs> uh, it was a Pepsi spirit, you know? <laughs> Catch the Pepsi spirit, man.
4: Well, you, oh, you know, talk, so, like, so you know, like, it's so 80s. My, uh, my mum is from the valleys, and, uh, you're like, Tom Jones is a legitimate hero to many people in the counties oh, of Wales. You know. Oh, I know. Sang with Elvis. <laughs> so, so we're told every time we see him.
0: Carlton Banks does a a, a dance after him. I mean, yeah. he's not Dancing with the Stars right now.
4: <laughs> he did it. Um, now, now, Pete, I have to ask you this because I I thought I had a feeling that Johnny was going to bring this up. Now, now, back in the early days of where the big boys play, uh, Chad and I uh, did a little bit of analysis of uh, commercials. And it was one of our very first criticisms from yeah, yeah. from from you, Pete. <laughs> so how do you feel about talking about the commercials now?
0: Well, wasn't that at least Johnny's knowledgeable of the commercials. <laughs> you had no <laughs> clue what the, the commercials we were about, to throwing at Chad and Chad wasn't born then. So uh, and it was, uh, uh, you know, it was like the blind leading the blind are talking about the commercials. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the,
3: this this isn't like I don't understand what the bloody hell's going on here. You know, <laughs> and and you're right? like
0: what's a, what's a weed whacker? <laughs> like I, I, wasn't around. Yeah. To, to me, been. this is like this is like an
3: acid flashback of my youth. And I was like, oh, I remember all this shit.
0: Yeah. Do they still sell that, Chad? Uh, part of I, I don't, I
3: don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know, man. Uh, I was
4: very really entertained by
3: those oh, good lord! What's a Spirograph?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Can we uh get back to Yatsu uh, please? Yes. Because. I have noticed that this. I've noticed that the crowds at these shows uh, maybe have short-term memory loss because they've done this every single time Yatsu's wrestled. They boo him at the start and he wins them round by the end. That's been oh, the story yeah. of every single Yatsu match. Well, it's because they don't
3: care about him, I and mean, they like, "Is this that? Which guy is this? You know, you know, they're thinking something racist. You know, probably, you know like, which
4: Jeff is this?
3: Uh, oh yeah, uh, what? you know? And then you know, just no memory of it because he hasn't mattered. Yeah, you
4: know, with the guy he has to win them round every time and he manages yeah. to do it so oh, I, you know they all they all look alike
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what's that's going on. on I mean that's their whole thing it's not like they debuted him as some
4: big star he's it's, it's <laughs> it's we- it's, another another it's, guy it's quite we get this to run he's permanently um, glued to the bottom of the card and <laughs> uh, he's booked as a baby face and he has to get over every single match and yeah. he always wins. That's basically Yatsu's run here. I, gu- I guess they were doing a favor for uh, for uh, uh, Anoki at this point, right?
1: Yeah,
4: totally.
3: Yeah, that, 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 the whole the whole thing where they send guys over to, yeah. you know, to learn. Yeah, oh, oh, the, the learning excursion. First. The learning excursion.
4: You know, it's like when the
3: Amish are allowed to leave the the, the village for <laughs> you know three weeks and go <laughs> yeah, break yeah, fuck, that's... you know, and before well, they have to go back to the like.
4: <laughs> when I was watching the Yatsu Baron, I was thinking, like, you know, in just, like, three or four years, this guy is having some of the best matches he'll ever see. He's come a long way, goes a long way in short amount of time, Yatsu. So,
3: he learned all, you know what, and, and he learned it all by working Baron and Mikel okay <laughs> yeah. he yeah. a, the, the, uh, uh, the learning, under the learning tree of the Great Baron. Do you ever notice, do you ever notice that Baron looks like every, like, 70s, early 80s like second thug from the left on a Colombo, <laughs> or a yeah, he does. <laughs> or a Kojak <laughs> I,
0: I was thinking like the black and white super, Superman villain
3: with, you know oh yeah put him in black and white you know? you know he'll be that the guy who shoots his gun at Superman and uh, Superman just stands there and then when he throws the gun Superman ducks <laughs> <laughs> his bullets bounce off him but the gun might hurt
4: <laughs> it, 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 funny little thing about the Baron, uh, as one does. I was just uh, reading around him the other day, and um, I found uh, some uh, very early Baron i oh. Uh Can you can you hear me, Pete? I'm here. Yep. Um, it, I, f- I found some uh, early footage of the Baron um, uh, working as Mike Valentino mm-hmm. uh, against Edward Carpentier. Have you seen that stuff, uh, Kelly? Uh, I I haven't watched it. It's it's on Titans TV. It's it's there um,
1: Yeah, he uh, I, I guess he was uh, heel at that time too, right?
4: Yeah no, oh. he, he, he was working heel and he was a, you know, wasn't a bad looking chap in his younger days uh, mm-hmm. uh, But uh, yeah, he more or less oh. he, he more or less kind of worked a similar Similar, you know, not a million miles away from the baron that we see obviously he's a bit, you know Spryer and a bit more agile I mean, he he was—he wasn't, he wasn't as raw-boned
3: as as Vince likes to tell us constantly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
4: so, uh, Kelly, what did you make of uh, seeing one of your, your favorite guys in action here? Yeah?
1: yeah, I was—I was pleasantly surprised too because I, mean, you know, I love—I love the Baron, but you know, we haven't come to expect too much out of them as far as like uh, in-ring performances go. Um, I think my theory is that he's kind of been energized by by wrestling someone like Yatsu who's, uh, you know, a young guy energetic, someone he hasn't wrestled five million times before, so, you know, he had had something else to do Uh, totally working the mat right off the bat, and, you know we haven't seen that from the Baron uh, yet, really so this was a, yeah, this was a solid match it was never boring um (laughs) And, you know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the, the Baron as, you know, the guy that makes the the young guys look good or makes the push dressers look good, right? I mean, that's that's his role. That
0: look good? I mean, I, I'll uh, say I'll, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to say make them look good. Really? I
1: mean, come on. I mean, ridiculous. I
0: think. Be... That's a biased. Buy <laughs> it. Is a so that's
1: a jobber lover. I Yatsu Does he, he not make it? Yatsu look good? In this one, yeah, but it's the only me? one. Are He
0: makes Yatsu look good.
1: I think he does. Yeah, I think I I, agree. Think, I
0: think Yatsu uh, had made the Baron work a hell of a lot harder than he ever done. and that's probably why it looks so good. Because Yatsu was pushing him into places he's not that used to going. He,
1: I think the Baron was clearly calling the match and, and feeding
4: oh, Yates. Yeah, he calls it. It. <laughs> I mean I mean let's I mean, not get into a huge fight over Baron's I've had a look at the next card and uh, I do notice that Baron slips back to working with SD Jones and maybe he went back and he's like uh, hey Vince you kidding me with this kid I have to I, yeah. give me well, g- well. give me give me Jones give me Jones next time I'll play yeah, over. <laughs> we'll, we'll see
0: we'll see how good the Baron makes Jones look cuz Rods made Jones look fucking good
4: Um, Yeah, uh,
3: I'm I'm down the middle. I'm saying I don't think the Baron always makes guys look good. Well, no, I don't mean he makes them always look good, but that's his job. (laughs) This time, though, yes, Kelly's right. He
4: thought
3: he he really helped make Yatsu look good.
4: I've been reading around the Baron recently, and uh, there is something about his psychology that interests me. Okay, not his uh, not his psychology in the match. I don't mean like wrestling psychology. I mean the actual psychology of the man himself. Because I, I worry okay. for him during the 60 <laughs> during the 60s. The Baron was one of Bruno's top drawing opponents at MSG He headlined a series of shows in the mid 60s, and he was a re, you know a reasonably a reasonably big star at one point Now almost third, like 30 years later. He is Jerking for, uh, for the majority of his career How do you think a guy? Like, what do you think goes through his head? Like, do you think it ever flicked through his mind those times when he was headlining MSG with, uh, with Bruno, where you know it was his name in lights and now he's, uh, now he's just like another guy on the card? That was something that interests me about the Baron. As uh, there, like, a, like he's, he's fallen a long way. From uh, from uh you said days. thirty years or I mean I mean years, yeah. Well oh, that's a
3: long time to still be a, a name there, you know. It's a nice longer you know, he was also supplementing his income delivering newspapers in New York at this time. <laughs> uh him and another guy came him and another one of the uh journeymen. German... Was it Danucci It was Danucci yeah. him and Danucci used to deliver newspapers, which makes it even funnier. They deliver yeah. newspapers by day and then have their shitty matches at night. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> what are they talking That's about? That's movie hell? right there. There's a right movie. there. There is a Hollywood movie. Two former stars, friends of, you know, fuck the movie about Bruno and his Nazi-killing mother. I want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I,
0: it's called The Wrestler 2.
4: I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> off. It's T-O-O.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the jerk, too. No, so I think that the Baron was energized. Because he was wearing, uh, he was shopping for his tights at uh, Izzy Bernstein's House of uh, 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 Gorilla Tights. Because he had the he had the blue and red uh, with the red piping, you know. He, he was wearing Gorilla Tights, and that'll fill you full of energy and uh, and make you feel better about yourself going out there to wrestle mm-hmm. Yatsu.
4: As, now, as much as we love the Baron, we have spent an awful long time on this opening uh, <laughs> match. So, let's move on. It'll be just like star. Jones taking on Johnny Rods. <laughs> Pete. I I really like
0: this match. I actually gave it three stars and uh, dug the hell out of it. I um, like uh, Vince's, Vince, Vince's comment. Uh, they've met in the past. I'm like, you think so? Uh, they probably wrestled each other. Uh, they're like, they probably wrest- actually wrestled each other more than Steamboat Flair. Uh, that's how often these fuckers have probably wrestled. Uh, this time. Uh, they start out the match. We get a little. They both give each other low fives, uh, and then we get some fun mat wrestling to start. And the, the referee actually looks like Alfred Neely, the guy who screwed Kerry Von Erich uh, out of the title versus Flair in World Class in '82. Uh, but I, I'm not sure. Um, we get some more fun mat wrestling, and then um, we see uh, Johnny Ross do a little uh, 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 do a little boogie jive. And then we get another fun exchange, and you know, not to be topped off, Oh, SD Jones does a little jive right back to him and stuff. Uh, real, real fun so far. Then Rod's throws some good punches, and he, and he does a nasty elbow too. And uh, I'm really liking Rod's uh, uh, right now, and then he's doing some like nice rough housing on, on Jones. Uh, we see a nice little flying curb stop by Johnny Rod's. Uh, Rod's with, an, with a hectic uh, headbutt, which is, goes against every trope in, um, in wrestling, uh, seeing that Johnny Rods is using a headbutt against a black man, which usually uh, doesn't happen. Uh, then pretty much he slips on the banana peel uh, off a flying headbutt and gets pinned by SD Jones Super Headbutt, so they did follow suit on the trope. I thought this is a super fun match. It's like a perfect match for an undercard. It's not taking anything away. Uh, from the main event at all, but entertaining the hell out of the audience. And it's a match that you could take down. I yeah, I bet you Bill Dundee's worked this match a hundred thousand times in Memphis. Uh, it was just a lot of super fun guys from pair journeyman workers who whose job was to you know do the job, and it was a lot of fun. I I mean both guys should really you know uh, they didn't steal the show, but it was entertaining as I'll get out.
4: Well, just uh, just for your information, Pete, uh, I I did uh, look up um, SD Jones <laughs> on the old wrestling data here. Um, okay. Johnny Rods is his second most uh, the, the opponent he faced the second most times with 107 oh. matches, 107 matches on record. Uh, wow. 40, 48 wins, 22 draws, and five defeats against Johnny Rods. So Johnny Rods put SD Jones over 48 times in his career. Any guesses who uh, opponent number one was for, uh, for SD Jones? Um Baron? It was the Baron, yeah. 120, yeah. Oh, oh! 122 matches, 43 wins, 29 draws, and 12 defeats. So the Baron was brought over oh. SD Jones uh, as well. So he has no right to call himself a jobber at all, does he, uh, Kelly? SD Jones. SD. I mean, the...
1: no, not, not in uh,
4: this era. <laughs> not, not at this point. Yeah, see he's still a, I mean he's still clearly like a star at this point. Yeah, yeah. Guy,
0: and I've been watching a lot of WWF '80s footage for the for the for the project, and he still gets a lot of matches against marquee stars on a, all over the loop. Getting you no, know, not not getting he's not getting squashed, but he's working Valentine or Bob Orton or uh, uh, those type of guys and getting you know ten, twelve minute matches, fifteen minute matches.
4: Okay, well, uh, Johnny, were you as
3: high on this as Pete was? Oh, totally. I love this. I mean, the unpredictable Johnny Ross continues to be unpredictable unpredictable because uh, I loved this, and I didn't predict that I would.
0: <laughs> Neither did I. It caught me by surprise. I know, man, and
3: it was great. They, I love it because they respect each other first. They're not like, you know, they do the, hey, give us some skin, blood, blah, blah, you know, yeah. yeah. And, yo, mama, i speak jab. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I dug your rep, and it, I think I think one of the Vince uh, Jr. probably really dug uh, SD because uh, you know Vince likes you know he likes bodybuilders and SD you know had a great fucking look you know and uh, I mean he stuck around for a long time fuck he had a doll for Christ's sakes you know yeah. and they gave him a, like I said they, one time they 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 gave him a short-lived gimmick. Instead of being from Philadelphia, being from Antigua and, and wearing a dashiki and a little, you know, hat
2: okay.
3: <laughs> for uh-huh. a little while. And um, the crowd was going nuts. Uh, yeah, I love this. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, rolling around on the mat, mat work kind of stuff, unless it looks good. But th- this was fun, mat work. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. The crowd was going nuts. SD was just dripping with charisma. And Rod's was just great. You know, this, the transition from, you know, like, we're both baby faces, but he's going to be the first one to cheat, and of course he does. Now you see, he he, he could go for the headbutts, because Johnny Rods, while not an African American, is not a white, white guy, so his head is harder than the average honky's.
0: But yeah, I, thought, okay, I thought Rods was Puerto Rican, and I thought yeah, black man Trump Puerto Rican in the headbutt category. Well, I yeah, know. yeah, it's yeah
3: well, no, I, I think the, the, the trope goes by the, the shade of your skin and uh, the darkness. Yeah, thought, so I'll, so I'll would, be honest, so I, Trump everything, I, thought. I thought Johnny was black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. Johnny Rogers, Johnny, Rodge- Johnny like Prince, you don't really know, and uh, <laughs> 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 he's unpredictable in his race. He's yeah. unpredictable in every way. <laughs> 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 but yeah, this was a shitload of fun. Uh, I just I swear this match rules. It's better than
4: any Briscoe Dory match I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe just, just, just just a couple more little stats for you, uh, uh, Pete. Um, uh, SD Jones is Owen and, and forty two against Jim Nighthart. So uh, he put over Jim Nighthart forty two <laughs> times. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Rods is o and fifty three against Danucci. He, so he has not 50 oh, Fifty-three wow, yeah. losses against Nucci. So, and he, and uh, Johnny, he's zero and seventy-six against Tony Correa. Yeah. See, that, 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 that we'll <laughs> get into this, a big part of this card
3: for me was watching the guys who, when I really got into wrestling, uh, hardcore 82-83 These all, so many of these guys who were stars. I mean. Uh, on this card, they were uh, they were solid mid card acts and stars, who then were the guys who lost on TV every week uh, in 1983 into '84. And this card is full of them. <laughs> I'm like, it's like me watching. Oh, look at them all as young, spry men who were putting on entertaining matches, and you know, the the world was a, a, just a, laid out ahead of them, <laughs> But you know. <laughs>
4: Kelly, Kelly, do you want to guess uh, Rods' record against uh, your boy Steve King? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say he had a a winning
1: record uh, against Steve King. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just gonna say he had a
4: winning record. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, 42 and three. Ooh, wow. Okay. But I just, I just spotted this uh, 0 and 37 against uh, the dickhead Strongbow. So there we go. <laughs> uh, what, did, what did you uh, what did you make of this one, Kelly? This was a dream match for you. Yeah, yeah,
1: I I love this one too. Um, <laughs> I, unexpectedly also, um, Rods I think we'd only seen once or twice before, and and but this was, this was something different from him. Um, he was awesome doing the whole um complaining that S D was slicked up, you know, at the beginning, and then and, and rubbing his hands on the ropes to try and get the. The slick off of it. I love that. <laughs>
3: the, um, the... <laughs> the, slick, the Yeah, sl- the whole. The... <laughs> was... Soul glow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they had a whole total. I mean, they wrestled each other a million times, so they had their act down pretty good, and they probably did this match around the horn over and over, but they had hit on a, a good formula because this was entertaining. Um, you know the the yeah. mat work was times fun. Times I, I love the, horn, the
0: whole over a hundred times around the horn, right, Yeah,
1: <laughs> hundred and seven. <Yeah. laughs> hundred and seven at least, at least because wrestling data is incomplete, so it's probably like closer yeah. to like three hundred, probably. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
4: Um, I I did I yeah. did have a look at Flair by the way, Pete, and it's over wow. two hundred and fifty on record for Steamboat, and three hundred eighty one Wahoo McDaniel.
2: Yeah, wow. I was gonna say three hundred and
4: eighty one matches. They wrestled each other wow. enough to have one match one match every day for a year. Yeah, for a <laughs> oh, <that's> year. <crazy. laughs> yeah, this was super fun. Um I,
1: the referee is very vocal. I think he was the ref in the first match too. Yeah. You know, where you can hear, Come on, the man's down, give him a chance, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah. We need to see more of that referee. Yeah, um, like and the super headbutt for the win was was awesome. I, I that was a great, one of the yeah. best headbutts I've ever seen delivered. It was a huge, huge headbutt. So we need to see more of of Rods and more of SD um, going forward. I do believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like how Vince called is a super headbutt, and pretty much all it was is a falling headbutt. While Rods went to the top, and if he hit his, what would that have been called? No. I-
1: no, that SD jumped that? up and did, like, a dive down. It was like a swanton headbutt.
0: Yeah, that's what Yeah, I'm what? saying that, but he didn't get the... Any... Well, he didn't come to the top rope, though.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, he we connected. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last start I'm going to give out. I'll get off the stats kick now, but uh, I couldn't help but notice this one in SD Jones' back catalog. Ox Baker, 18 and 1. So uh, uh, Jones beat Ox Baker eighteen times. I thought Oxbaker yeah. was, uh, was a was a was a reasonably big sized star at one point. So it so yeah. was,
3: but what, where where did those uh, happen? Because I I don't think Ox really worked
0: WWE. No, it S- would have been in... they were promoted by SD Jones, he was booking the show.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 just looking it up. Um, they they were all in Crockett, Johnny, in 1980.
3: Well, yeah, they were pushing SD
4: hard uh, down
3: there, if I remember correct.
4: Yeah, all, 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 exactly. in, all, all in Crockett, basically. Uh, a lot of them teaming with Pedro as well, tag matches and yeah. SD and Johnny Wasn't he, wasn't
3: he, wasn't he, um, oh, I don't know, was that I was just listening to, uh, uh, because I'm a total egomaniac, I just go back and listen to all of our old shows all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh I, you know, hey, it's better than a lot of the ones out there. Oh, boom. Um, you know, I, I live in the past, Subtlety is my, you know, my, my true skill. Uh, no, but wasn't he booked as a, a Rufus R. Jones' um, cousin or brother or some shit like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. A, right.
4: He's tagging with Rufus R. Jones quite a bit here. Yeah, and Rufus
3: R. Jones is a huge star down there, so that would explain why he was going over Ox as, Baker.
4: As far as I can see, Ox Baker is basically being jobbed out left, right, and center here against... like. He uh, he's tagging with uh, Brute Bernard and Dewey Robertson a lot of the time. Oh. So uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess Ox was uh, pretty you know he wasn't exactly high up on the card there. Anyway. Not
1: My man. You know, Ox's stardom was more like the early mid seventies. He's
4: tagging with Doug Summers at one point, uh, which uh, it's, you know I didn't even know Doug Summers work Rocket. So there we go. Yeah. Job guy. we Anyway, uh, shall we move on? Um, because uh, the next match in this star-studded lineup is Moondog <laughs> Rex taking yep. on Rick McGraw. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Pete, what did you make of this one? He skipped it. Is he Is he not there? Uh, <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> that's, that's what he made. Oh, Pete McGraw versus Moondog. Oh, Rex. okay.
0: I got to disconnect for like 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> technically, I thought technically this was fine. I thought Rex worked the arm real well, but I don't want to see a Moondog work an arm. So, therefore, the match just wasn't going where I wanted to go. I thought McGraw's double knees to the chin was one nasty move. And I thought the finish, if it wasn't a Moondog match, was good. Because it paid off all the arm work that was done. Uh, yeah, but I, I want to see Moondog. I want to see a brawl with a Moondog. I don't want to see no damn them working the mat. It was almost like you know, it's kind of like watching like a, one of the Rodin's matches from ECW, expecting a brawl, and then he's promoting IW Mid South and he's working technical <laughs> matches on <laughs> on, the, on the on the in the mat. It's not what you're expecting. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but uh, Axel, I, well, I think it was Axel. No, it was Ian Ian, but he ended up doing really well, so I don't want to knock him um, because he it was actually really, he did a real good job. But on uh, an MSG card, I want to see a, a brawl with the Moondogs, uh, not this damn working a, a, a mid-Atlantic a technical match.
4: I, I'm at the point, P, where I don't want to see a Moondog period on an MSG card, but uh, there we go. Wow. Well, oh, talking, period, what, sir. Well, I, I honest, honestly I really have hated these um, savage tag teams the the Samoans and now the fucking Moon Dogs I I can't stand them. Anyway, Johnny, what did you make of uh, McGraw versus? I West? will not have
3: you dispa- disparage the good name of the Moon dogs, even though these aren't the uh, the the Memphis Moon dogs that are. Are they no? Who are fucking awesome in '83 no, no, and not. into '90. No. You know, but uh, yeah. The one the one thing I just I wrote down. I, Moondog Rex catching that bone like a pimp. They're just tossing that thing like bam, just got it. Uh, yeah, this is okay. Rick McGraw, again, is just a fucking a, a balloon. A human bo- fucking <laughs> balloon. Balloon of steroids and pills. Just, I
4: mean, I
3: mean, If you hung him by his feet in front of a bunch of small Mexican children with baseball bats... And they whacked him open, and just nothing I would fall out but pharmaceuticals, just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'd no, I'd pay to see that. Anyway, it was fine. It, it wasn't great. Uh, I I, I like the one little thing where uh, uh, they, they were doing. They had some arm fucking hold going on, and McGraw was trying to do something, and Vince Vince with the the the, the, the true the true color and that not color play-by-play analysis, where he's like. Wow, if McGraw had actually connected with that kind of a movie, he would have ended up breaking his own arm. And I was like, that's, tr- that's true. You know,
4: very astute. <laughs> <You know, laughs> do you think they've been told to work the mat a bit more tonight? Because there's been a theme in all of these matches that they're doing more mat work than we usually see. It's um,
0: possible if they wanted to make... Uh... Hansen and Bob stand out more
3: because they didn't work them out at all. Oh, yeah, so, that's, um, that's possible. It? That it's and, awful, you the, you know? and you do and the and and doing the classic WWF s- split up a tag team to fill out make two matches on a card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. the Moon as brawlers work as a team, yeah. but now they're in these. You know, he's he's in there. You know, doing a singles match. So they go, know, probably, probably. Like, oh, I want, you know, I want 10 minutes with McGraw. You know, go. <laughs> you know, that's it. You know, okay. and uh, you
4: know, I want. This. <laughs> I I was actually wondering if Patterson had started working backstage yet. Because uh,
0: yeah, Slaughter and Andre aren't gonna work on that either. So
4: I mean, right. just... but, did, uh, did, is Patterson involved in any of the booking yet at this point? I, I don't um, think so. No. He's, no he, he, he a good question.
0: His, his Senior might have, you know. Asked his opinion on some stuff and actually he might have been working a little bit. I don't know. I mean It does uh, it does seem more logical the card.
1: It's an interesting point. Like who was the booker? Was it Vince senior? Like who was booking exactly? I, I, I want to honestly think the book bu- the
3: quote-unquote booking of a lot of those matches is exactly what I just said Right uh, you two, Ten minutes. Here's your finish, right? That's yeah. it <laughs> That's it. That's the
4: that's it. No, le- now let me get back to my gin rummy you know, that it it's it's just for... really it's just really weird that there are three matches in a row now. Moondog Rex has worked the match, the Baron of all bloody people has worked the match, and uh we got Matt working Jones versus Rod, so Probably anyway, just coincidence. Just coincidence, I guess. Uh we're trying to find hidden meaning that isn't quite funny. Right, <laughs> <That Tommy>? is, <laughs> yeah, what are you are you sitting <laughs> a fucking
3: you know you're like playing Led Zeppelin <laughs> four backwards, listening for fucking shit. <laughs> it's not there.
4: <laughs> well, all, all,
3: all you're doing is ruining my needle is is all you're doing
4: <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any uh, any further thoughts on this one Kelly uh,
1: not really this, I, I found this pretty boring um, my main note is I, I don't know I was kind of like zoning out and I just
4: noted uh, I wonder where the moondogs
1: get their ratty jeans were they custom made did they buy a pair of jeans and just beat the shit out of them this is what I was pondering during this match.
4: Well, they're in New York. There's lots of options to you
1: know, right, get funky, Maybe, trendy, yeah.
4: clothes stores. Yeah, they yeah that's, that's
0: that's.
4: They went down no, to no, that no. neighborhood that uh, Murdoch and uh, Adonis go to a few years later. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that, that's a, you know, no, no, people down there are wearing
3: fucking, uh, you know, tracksuits and shit. No, no, the Moon Dogs you see are from parts unknown. And uh, in the town of Parts Unknown, there's a very famous uh, clothing store, uh, Bill's Tattered Jeans. And uh, it's, right, it's, it's right next to, to Bill Eadie's Mask Emporium. Uh, it's very popular in the town of Parts
1: Unknown.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was about all I got from this. Um, let's move on, please. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah,
4: there's, there's probably also a tassel shop. <laughs> parts unknown yeah, and they, and, you know, <laughs> in, in,
1: the, in the
3: bad part of town, you know, they don't. There's no scales either because they're from parts unknown and their weight is unknown it as is well. Awesome. So <laughs> three question marks. <laughs> it's just, we don't fucking know. <laughs>
4: The next match, uh, as if this card couldn't get any more star studied, we've got uh, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame um, yes. nominee. Uh, nominee Dominic Danucci. Uh, I'm surprised, Kelly, you haven't been pushing that case a bit harder.
1: <laughs> next year, give me a year, I'm gonna put together the definitive well, because
0: They probably ban him because they think people think he's trolling.
1: <laughs> he be
0: like, Well, well the TV I've people had- ever get banned for trolling. On- Pro
1: wrestling and only. Well, I've had to resist the urge to drop a Jay Strongbow uh, nomination for the greatest wrestler ever, and I haven't nominated Dominic either. But you know, I may. Well, you have uh, the reviews for Dominic, now. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, he might go in this year.
4: So.
1: No, I, I don't. I think he's like hovering in like the 35% range. So, my definitive case for Danucci will push him over that. Whatever it is, sixty. By all accounts,
4: he was the biggest babyface in that in that hot streak of uh, yep. of, the, of the of the you know the WCW in Australia. Yeah. yeah. That, that's well, that's the only like, reason yeah. he's on the ballot, basically. And he I mean, gets
0: was... a trainer for uh, influence on with Cactus Jack. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That too.
1: But yeah, no, he was and, uh, a huge
4: star in Australia, and for obviously, steak with so much That's another. Yeah, was another Larry. Feather in the cap. Another feather in the Danucci
0: yeah, cap.
4: That's he's stealing uh, Larry Madison's votes. <laughs> um, so he was taking, uh, Danucci is taking on uh, pretty boy Larry Sharp.
3: Mm.
4: Uh, not one of the Sharp brothers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I can say definitely he wasn't.
4: Uh, any notes on this one, Pete? Uh, I thought
0: Sharp showed uh, decent aggression throughout the match. Uh, Dominic's timing on that corner bump uh, just absolutely sucked. Yeah, you know I'm talking about that was, yeah. like, like business exposing. If I ever saw it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but my, my dad was there, he'd go, See, that's what, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Wrestling fake, <laughs> it was uh, uh, freaking hideous, and it was just like, Holy crap! Uh, yeah, that's all I have on this match,
4: Johnny.
3: Okay, so right about this time, the, uh, the, uh, the edible, uh, pot chocolate chip cookie I ate when I was watching all this last weekend, kicked in, just, <laughs> what was kicking in, luckily, he kicked in for the next match, which was fucking awesome, this was not, uh, <laughs> Larry Sharp, you know, out there just a few years away from being a racist douchebag on the Martin Downey Jr. show, yeah. he's out there, uh, uh there was a fast count, I noticed that the ad I, I thought it was fast count and for some reason I wrote down because I believe someone said the sound effect or something wop 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 and uh, or I heard that and when he was punching and I was saying wop 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 and I thought that was funny and that's and that's all
4: uh, stop caddy, caddy or, uh, your favorite guy Don taking on Sharp what do you reckon
1: well, I mean, on the plus side, this was a win for Dom, which I believe is the first one we've witnessed on tape. I I could be wrong. I could be missing something, but I
4: don't think. Well, so. Well, he beat the Baron, didn't he? Oh, right. Oh, so yes. yes. I
1: thought. Yeah, How could you miss that? I mean. Uh yeah. I okay. So okay. They Other than the are yeah. Please make the definitive case for his Hall of Fame. Game. <laughs> you know, I, I know I can't
3: even remember all his his wins. It, I mean, I mean, and, and, and like you know, I mean, you guys, I, I could give a flying rat's ass about the, the, the Hall of Fame or the greatest wrestler ever. But if you're gonna be putting up who he trained, you know, like yeah, you got it's he's he only trained three guys that never did anything, right? It was just. First. Foley, Shane Douglas, and Brian Hildebrand—you know—who are all in the same class. Yeah,
1: (laughs) right at the beginning of his training career, and then 30 years. (laughs) He's no Um, Larry. He's no Larry Sharp. That's true. It was a match of two future uh, trainers. trainers.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No Sharp
1: is a well-regarded trainer, actually.
3: But I I I don't like him as a wrestler.
1: I think he's a Uh, low rent Buddy Rose. Uh, Someday. Someday,
3: I'm going to train on Mika Foley. Yeah, well, someday, I'll have Bam Bam Bigelow, and the two of them will probably have a good match. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, um, that's about all that
4: needs to be said. He was still over, though. Dom, yeah. he's still got oh, a of action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's
1: got it's the good. Italian contingent to back him up, of course.
4: People, see, a lot of people, people out
3: there in these crowds aren't going to stop... Ki- Caring about a guy they cared about just because you know these matches stink, you know they're still like, hey Dominic, you know we love him.
0: Those WWF crowds were really loyal, even like, very loyal. Santana, I mean, like look at him, he was he was a headliner, you know, or a major, you know, co co main event uh, mm-hmm. throughout his career. But towards the end, he, I mean, he was still having group, he wasn't, he didn't fall off a cliff like Dominic did, but he uh, was still putting up really good matches. But the crowd still respected him, and you know. Cheered
2: for him all the time. Give me that funk that that Give it to me. Give that that
4: that Give it to me, give it to me. Give it to me, give it to me, Okay, well, it's main event time, I believe, because the next match on this card is uh, the world champion, Bob Backlund or, sorry, I should say the WWF champion on uh, taking on Stan Hansen. Um, Who are so... you? Who are you, Stanley Weston? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I noticed that Graham Sight uh, lists him as the WWF world champion.
0: Oh, <laughs> <point> number one. <laughs> um, the world champion.
4: That's
3: because you don't want to use this... That's just because you don't want to say world twice as stupid.
4: Um, well, he wasn't a world champion. He was a regional champion. He was the world fucking champion. This <laughs> debate will
3: go on until the end of the tournament. <laughs> of course he was a world Just because just PWI decided they were going to be pissy.
4: Well, and the NWA of which the WWF was a part. So if they recognize race as the champ, <laughs> um, that means that race is the champ. So... <laughs> Anyway, Pete, what did you make of uh, Hanson versus Backlund? (laughs) I
0: liked it. Um, it, The match had flaws. I I, I gave it three stars. Uh, Backlund is all over Hanson, like white on rice to start. Both guys throwing bombs. Hanson takes a bump to the outside, and uh, we get a forearm and a slam by Bob. Spinning boot scrape by Bob. Hanson with some nasty knee drops. When Hanson drops a knee, it's just nasty. Uh, We get some more brawling. Hansen takes him to the mat. Nasty elbow across the bridge of Bob's nose. I mean, that looks like he breaks Bob's nose. How vicious it is. Headbutts by Bob. Bob uh, misses a charge into the corner. Slam by Hansen. Big knee drop by Stan. Again, just w- wicked. Bob kicks Hansen out of the ring. Pop back, back in. Pile driver by Bob. Leg drop by Bob. Back drop by Hansen. Hansen. Uh, beating on Bob. Hanson steps on Bob's face, which I loved. Uh, Hanson is attacking Bob's face. Bob with a comeback. drop kick by Bob. Another slugfest that Bob wins. Crossbody by Bob. On the floor, and, and Hanson posts Bob. Bob avoids the lariat on the outside. Um, Hanson uh, gives Bob a lariat on the floor and wins by countout. And then we get a post-match Bob that uh, Bob wins and gets his heat back. My main flaw with this is in the brawling, there's some moves where, like, when he freaking uh, posts Bob, Bob should be selling that shit. Instead, he, like, Bob just hulks up almost and makes his comeback, but he doesn't hulk up. He just transitions back to ass-kicking mode, even though he should have been selling a lot more. I thought Bob kind of shit-canned a lot of the stuff like that in the match. It was still fun to watch, but it was just, like, you know. He
3: was furious. He this...
0: Yeah, but he needed you know, what... So I mean, I, you get, if you take some post shots, you should not be bouncing back right back up and going on a, transitioning back to offense. You should at least pretend to sell it, uh, or at least do something, than than not trans transitioning back to ass kicker.
4: No, before I uh, throw to you, uh, Johnny, I should have mentioned that Pat Patterson came yeah. out oh, yes. just before this. Yes. And he uh-huh. should have challenged to slaughter. Uh-huh. Um, and the, my one note on that is that uh, Patterson is still styling his hair like it's 1958. <laughs> and I that. He's got that could, like literally straight out of the fifties. That hair, amazing. Wild um, root, wild root cream oil. A little dab'll
3: <laughs> do
0: ya.
4: I love I loved those guys who had the blonde hair in the in the in the Teddy Boy manner. Uh, Eddie Graham had that hair. Yeah. I think B- uh, Bockwinkle used to do his hair like that back in the day. Yeah, had Buddy Rogers. So- <laughs> this so cool. is so cool. <laughs> so, anyway, I def- I had to mention that because uh, that's the best hair of the night. <laughs> and Gurria's on this no. card. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's
0: replace best worker on the card and go with best hair for now.
1: I agree. I agree. I uh, agree.
0: Sure. <laughs> Our listeners want to know
4: best and worst hair. Yeah. Yes. I, well, I mean, Scarlett's still rocking the Teddy Boy, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey. Probably because he still thinks it's
0: 1950, you know. You know like, you
4: guys have... He's just annoyed that his card game is being interrupted. Exactly. I'm playing, playing the same hand
0: since 1950. <laughs> so did, did,
4: instead, of, instead of sharing, instead of sharing
3: steroid needles, they're they're sharing Brill cream in in the back.
4: Now, did you hear that? I I can't remember who it was. He was talking about uh, Eddie Gray. I think it was Sullivan talking about Eddie Graham. I could be wrong. Somebody said recently that um, one of the bookers, or maybe it was Shires. I can't remember. One of the one of the old uh, promoters um, banned card games from backstage. Plus, uh, it was Watts. That was it. It was Bill Watts. he banned, uh, he banned uh, card games. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: no, I, I, I was just gonna say he, he he banned card games because guys got too um like they're too into the cards and they'd forget to come up with their matches. Yeah, those.
0: their cues and stuff.
4: Yeah, and uh, I just couldn't help but think of Scarland and the, and the three wise men back there who were clearly just playing cards all the time. So, uh, but, yeah. Johnny, what did you make of this match between Backlund and the Handsome?
3: Okay, I love this match. I, 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 while I was enjoying the, uh, the, 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 soon, the soon-to-be jobbers for the stars of my youth, putting even to not-so-decent matches, this just exploded out of the gate. And, you know, Bob back again. I wasn't having no shit. I was kicking some ass. Hanson's kicking I just was one of those ones that lost my in it. You know, I, uh, you know, just enjoyed the fuck out of this. Uh, I, I I loved, um, you could tell Vince really the uh, Hanson. You know, Vince is, you know, why did he never, you know, work during the, uh, yeah, rock and wrestling what have you, everything because it, from on from on commentary it seems like Vince really kinda digs fucking Stan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Stan. Yeah.
4: I I actually heard that they tried to um that Vince did try to bring in Hansen and Brody at numerous times. And mm-hmm. that uh Hansen and Brody being the types of guys that they were didn't want to get locked down to those contracts. Right uh, right, that they or
0: or Vince wanted Stan Hansen to ride a horse to the ring and stand all well himself. Well, so. the,
4: the, the other point was, of course, is that if Hansen and Brody were going to come in, they they would. They want, obviously he wanted them to put over Hogan, um, and both of them were a bit funny about doing clean paint right. jobs. So. Hanson put
0: good. him over in '91 or whatever a year '90, 90, in Japan.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but he did it in Japan on his own terms, yeah. type thing. Is mm. it? Is it? Oh well, yeah, different. in
0: Japan is where he made his most money. There's even yeah. more. Uh, to me, that's even bigger.
4: Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I that's a great match. I really, I, I watched yeah. that recently. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, but match. he put him
0: over in Japan, where uh, where he uh, made his living. So I mean, I, mm-hmm. he's willing to put him over. Where he made his money, I don't see it, have a problem putting him over. I think I think uh yeah. it might have been the time and uh uh not getting enough money or uh, to do it or you or he might probably Vince probably in the eighties probably wanted a gimmick. I mean everyone had a gimmick. I mean
3: uh, I think he would bring in Hanson as Hanson, uh he would have been one I of think those so. guys. I don't he I don't think he would have like he, he might have, you know, I, th- I think, you know like how he would have gimmicked Hansen, and this is just speculation, the same way they did in WCW, by overemphasizing the craziness and the tobacco chewing and,
4: uh-huh. you
3: know, and, and all that. You know, it would
4: it would have been a bit like Terry Funk, you know, I mean, Terry Funk, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he was just Terry Funk yeah. with a little bit more gimmick, that's all. Yeah, Yeah, more Basically.
3: cowboy, you know. Yeah. The, the fun- I think he
0: definitely would have been playing a cowboy.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. Funk. Yeah, well, well he was, species. he dressed like one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: But Brody now and I think he would have he would have laid down for Hogan. Uh yeah. he, he did right, but bro- Brody, um, you know Yeah, I don't know
0: about Brody,
3: Brody but
4: maybe know. maybe Brody was like an influence on Hansen at some point as well, especially mm-hmm. when they were tagging, you know. Um anyway.
3: Well yeah, for your back oh, no, then no. back then there was a very, very small handful of guys who could write who could uh do what they wanted to do and not go, you know, be like, you know, we're going to go WWF, it's the biggest mm-hmm. thing going. You know, mm-hmm. Brody and Hanson were that handful of guys who'd go, you know what, I could make just as much money doing what I like to do. Yeah. But, I
4: mean, the, the, the thing more. the thing is with Vince yeah. is that he he didn't let guys work the Japanese tours. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, hey, like, there you like, go. Like, yeah. like, like well, the DBRC, for example, he doesn't work any tours between 87 and yeah. 93. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh I mean if yeah. you're if you're Hanson or Brody, you definitely want to be doing those Japanese things. Yeah. They thing. would
1: have had to give up that whole lucrative thing and right. that, that wasn't gonna happen. So yeah. I think that's yeah. probably the biggest Yeah, uh, giving yeah. up
0: that money for a six month run with Hogan, yeah. even though it would have been bigger you know, over in five years they probably would make more money in yeah. Japan than they would five years working in the in the Federation.
4: Yeah. It's all about the money. So, so you you generally like this one? Uh. Oh,
0: I love this man!
3: I thought this was a fucking stone cold blast. I love the sequence into the pile driver. Uh, yeah, it, it, I thought that was really slick. I mean, and then the pile driver just looked dirty and nasty. Mm. You know, just yeah. like ugh. Uh, but yeah, I love see, I love seeing Hanson looking pretty much exactly like the Stan Hansen I remember from like '86 and stuff, but younger. And but he look, but he looks exactly the same. He's like ageless for the longest time, and uh, yeah, I I just I enjoyed the the shit out of this. I, I thought the, I loved the brawling, them just fighting, you know, pissed off, uh, pissed off Bob is great, you know, just like I'm not taking any shit, you know, and and Hanson having to just like fight back this tornado of Backland until he can mm-hmm. finally get a shot in, you know, and uh, yeah yeah I I just. You know, I, I mean, if I had had popcorn, I just would have put my feet up and ate popcorn and been like, "This kicks ass!" You know, oh, great match,
1: Kelly. Yeah, I I really liked it too. I mean, it's the the match that leads to the the blow off, which is a cage match, so it's usually got you know kind of an unsatisfying end to it, or it's 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 purely for for storyline purposes. But it was yeah. still fun. I mean, Bob coming in with a big attack. Uh, before Stan even got into the ring um, and could get his uh, gear off was great I love that the crowd just blew up immediately and then you know this match compared to all the other matches this was on another level heat wise uh, it was the crowd just treated it as like such a big deal because it was such a big deal it was the championship match Um, Hanson was a big name uh, going back to the days where he broke Bruno's neck supposedly or in storyline right and so he had sort of a legendary status in new york and yeah i i one thing i don't like um well not so much about this match but bob uh increasingly now is his flat back bump that he takes that looks just terrible you know where he's, he's just does this like sort of jump with his feet going up and it just looks very phony um, Dominic's was worse in, in the previous match but Bob's is
4: is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> too
1: well but Dominic's has got like slowness yeah that's
4: the yeah. only bump that Dominic does
1: yeah <laughs> very slow that, I mean no, Bob's just. isn't slow it's just it just looks like a phony wrestling bump you know it doesn't flow from yeah. the, the you, know, you know from the action it I think part of it might easy.
0: also might be because Bob's, uh is—I don't think he's natural in the ring, so I think that might have something to do with it too. He's not like he's naturally
1: like. Uh, it's the it, one thing that really stands out, though. Like I think Bob is natural in most other ways. It's just yeah. I don't know that that bump just looks shitty. I don't know. It's it's the one thing that he hasn't uh, figured out for whatever reason. Um, the pile driver was a little sloppy, but yeah. you know it in in this match i guess it works as this match was kind of um out of control um yeah no headlocks or anything this was just a straight fight um and short and to the point it, you know it it could have um went a little longer but um it it did you know it accomplished what it had to hansen smoked bob with a nice uh lariat that knocked him off the apron and um sets up the need for a cage match right where you can't have any count outs It'll be final. Um, no more bullshit finishes. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we possibly couldn't add more time to this match because, you know, Martell and the Hangman needed 15
1: <laughs>
0: plus to mm. tell their story.
1: Yes, well, we'll, we'll uh, see mm. about that one. Well, I mean, it,
3: <laughs> makes, it makes sense, you know, that this was an out-of-control brawl. You know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that, it, it does you know, make sense.
0: Yeah. I'm just making fun
3: of the oh, fact that Martell I'm, and the Hangman got 15. You, that, fucking, that fucking match.
4: Well, uh, I, I mean I I I don't want to be a dick here, but I really didn't like this match, guys. Um, what? Yeah, I did I You know, your
3: problem, you probably you, you, you spent too much time uh obsessing on the Hall of Fame and this greatest wrestler ever thing. You need to free your mind of all that bullshit well, and enjoy yeah, this. Th-
4: this was Bob Backlund that is worse for me and uh, Pete touched on some of the problems here. He's in there with Stan Hansen, okay? Right, Stan Hansen's deal is to is to I mean he does it all the time to to jump guys at the start of a match to, to kickstart things and deny them the shine, but Bob being fucking Superman has to <laughs> has to pull a Stan Hansen on Stan Hansen right because so, he's, so he's, he's, he's 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 right? he's getting so, his revenge. So so now fucking Backlund is jumping Hansen. Yes, <laughs> he, he doesn't let up. He's in full well,
0: on... Hold on. One, one argument I will argue there, part though in the previous match, Hansen got the jump on Bob uh, right. in the previous, right. so yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense in the, in the it, story.
4: It, it's not a, but it's not a bad... it's
0: you're watching isolated, I can see that point being made.
4: It's but not a bad season payback. Season, I don't think so. It's not a bad payback I guess for all the times yeah. that Hansen's done it but it's like he doesn't let up for the whole, like it's 12 minutes and he's in full on scrappy-do mode. Fucking sell for him. He's Stan Hansen for God's sake sell you p- oh, well no. number one number one your whole your
3: whole, your, your whole it's Stan Hansen is based on your memories of what Stan
4: Hansen no 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 no, no no look look you're, you're look really, you're, look look I,
3: mean, I think you're thinking look, it's Stan look, he wasn't this legendary figure
4: look Johnny this goofy prick okay has been winning every single month for the past two years every single month at MSG he's beating some bloke up okay winning yes. in 10 minutes every right he doesn't need to go over anymore. And he knows the, that when the blow-off oh, comes... Here. he Bob kn-
0: has been winning matches in under 10 minutes. I must have missed all these. I know it seems crazy that the champion is winning matches every
4: month. You know, the, the point I is... The point is... Fucking shut it. up! Look, listen, listen, I'm getting mad here, okay? This guy wins every single month, okay? He knows next month there is a cage match coming in which he's gonna go over. He knows this, okay? He's not losing the title to Hanson. He's gonna go over in the end, so just sell for the guy and just give him something. In I, this I agree match. with
0: you. I, part of it, I thought he, I, I said that too. And and then on top of it, the, the, what I thought was bullshit was he actually got his heat back by chasing Hanson out of the ring at the mm. finish, which is I would I would accept that if it was actually the last match on the card and you want to send your crowd home we still have four more matches, so you didn't need to do that. And if you're trying to build up the cage, even though it drew well anyway, I bet, Kelly, do you have the numbers?
4: Uh, for the cage?
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Probably. I you it's have put It's t- 25000 yeah, yeah, it So sold it drew the,
0: anyway. So, I mean, before. what I'm saying is my, my doesn't matter. Uh, but I felt like Hanson should have laid Bob out at the, at, the, at the post-match, the build. They put heat on it. But that's just right, me. That's right. how I would have booked the territory. That's not saying what they did was right or wrong. But I'm with you, Parb I felt uh, Bob, uh, especially because he just never, he never, he needed to take a breather to sell here and there, you know. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm the common, the-, the common three and out thing at the Garden would be first one uh, that has a fuck finish and the the heel looks pretty uh, good, and always the second one is the baby face is pissed off what happened last month and comes out out of control. Uh, and rages and, uh, and there ends up being a count out or some shit like that. Yeah. But, but rages uh, the, the Hogan, the, Hogan the, oh, the, okay. the, the first MSG Hogan Savage uh, run the Hogan Morocco run exactly the same thing.
4: Exactly he, the same He thing. He needs to change it up for different opponents and he doesn't. That's the problem I've got up with him. He, he, it, it doesn't matter if he's in there with Hanson or Slaughter or it's the same every time. And I, I just think it's a problem. Like, he, he's got to sell. And no matter what you say, Johnny, Hogan would sell. And Backlund just doesn't. And it's uh, and Pe- Pedro would sell. <laughs> Even sells for Moondog King in the next match. So I don't know what the hell's wrong Pedro, with Pedro, yeah, Pedro's
0: a weird bird. He was a different... He seemed like... He mm. was almost like uh, Randy Savage towards the end of his career where he, he gave the match to the heel and it would just sell and sell and sell. And well, then
1: make a fiery comeback with his fist
3: yeah, to fire. Yeah, was. Yeah, well, crazy. it can't can, can be too
0: psychology.
3: much. It, it, it can't be too much of a problem because they
1: uh, were drawing these huge houses. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So what, what's the wise, problem? It's not a problem at all. Yeah.
1: No. I think part of you got to take a break from the back one matches, <laughs> man. You man and we got. Well, I took like, a month off. <laughs> you know, well, hell. maybe I don't know how long because uh, we got. We're like halfway through his reign, basically. We got a long long way to go <laughs> and a lot of uh a lot of matches uh worse than this one uh coming up with bob
4: all right <laughs> let's uh let's move on so uh, the
0: scoreboard is par will not have bob Backlund on his top 100 vote uh category. well I, do you know
4: oh. i'm i'm thinking about that and i'm thinking he may actually make it he may actually make it <laughs>
0: uh
4: Same. but we'll 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 see i don't really want to uh, put him on there yeah,
0: 16 yeah
4: he's just so limited um Okay. okay, so uh, Pedro uh, uh, Morales and I are taking on... By the,
0: limited, you mean his psychology is limited, right?
4: Well, he just doesn't... He's just the same every time. Well, and I, I, yeah. I disagree. But he,
0: works, d- he can work the mat. He can brawl. I think, he has, I think he's versatile. It, the, I but but yeah, by I, that, I mean,
4: it's, 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 he's always he's always dominant, no matter who yeah, he's Yeah, well, that's
0: what I'm saying. His psychology. You have a problem with his
4: psychology. Yeah. I, yeah. I really do. Oh. You yeah, want yeah. you want him to be selling like Ricky Morton, but
3: I'm sure Vince Senior is back there telling him, "Do this. This is what yeah. I want."
1: You know, Insane. you make it sound like he's writing his own script. That's what made him a star in New no, York no, in the no, first no, place was so no. that
4: he plowed through. Now no, hold on, Johnny. Now hold on, Johnny. You said earlier on, yeah, "Go out for go those out there, the matches, time, it's not for the champ." Oh, oh but the, but the championship match is tightly scripted.
3: I it. would Get imagine they it. care a little bit more About the championship match Than fucking uh, Rods and Jones <laughs> So you
4: think Vince is laying out this 12 minutes I don't believe No so. but I think
3: he's telling me he what I want You know and this is what I want This is what's making me money And Probably go and do what know. you do because this is what I'm, I want
4: you, you really think the crowd is uh, the, the crowd is going to be down on Backland If he sells for 5 minutes in a heat sequence In the middle of a match I don't... Don't... Oh God, just move
3: on. Jesus. Yeah, that's
4: us I'm angry.
3: Told the girls he was a big producer. Truth be
2: told, he was a cheap seducer. They drove up to the hills to see...
4: Pedro is taking on Moon Dog King now, and uh, Captain Lou is yeah. around, and he does guess, like a little chicken dance at the start of the match.
3: I guess I, he, I guess, I he, I, 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 yeah, he he couldn't be bothered uh, with with Rex.
4: But <laughs> King's got a title shot, so oh, okay, here I
0: am. Oh, Christ, it's where the money is. <laughs>
4: I was wondering what Moondog Rex did, because he got Rick McGraw and uh, King gets uh Yeah, he, he, uh, uh,
3: he shit on the rug and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and chased the car.
4: I, don't know. I
0: mean, at least he got a win in the garden as opposed to a loss in the garden. <laughs> so <laughs> you look at it that way.
4: Any uh, any thoughts on this one, uh, Pete?
0: I wrote painless. It was just a painless match. It was. It was what it was. <laughs>
4: Painless. <laughs> now you, you were talking about balloons earlier, uh, Johnny. What do you think oh. of uh, Pedro's face at this point? Because it seems to be he's getting... very he's... <laughs> he looks like he got attacked by bees.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's all puffy. Um, yeah. A- a- any, uh, further, any
4: further thoughts on the? I, mean, I, I, I thought
3: think? I like King's bumping. I thought King bumped around pretty well. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, um, hey, and I. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and and he did the uh, the, uh, you know, the move that Bret Hart invented. You know, uh, years later, uh, the the chest first uh, bump into the turnbuckle. Yeah,
0: I, if I ever watch another Hart Foundation tag, that <laughs> bump of Bret's is the bump that either when he was a heel or a face he either set up his heat segment or set up his shine segment. Ninety-five mm-hmm. percent of the time. Uh, and he
3: was so proud of it. He's he's so proud yeah. of it. You, you know, are like, okay, I
0: guess <laughs> the shine's coming. Oh, oh, they're about to get heat now.
3: But you read uh, his book. You read his book, and he's like, I mean, he's like, he's so proud of yeah. you know, quote, inventing that. You know, it, it's. <laughs> and I'm watching fucking Moondog King do it in 1981.
4: I'm like, oh. my impression uh, is that Moondog uh, King is a better worker than Moondog Rex. Oh um, yes, oh definitely. That, yes, that is what I thought. Um... And this was the guy who was uh, who who ended up getting replaced, right, Kelly? Because he yeah, couldn't get yeah, back in the country, right? Couldn't get back. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, wow, yeah.
4: It's coming up very
1: uh, within a month, I believe, is when it happens. That incident. <laughs> that's right. Oh,
3: that's great.
1: Um, Kelly, any uh, additional thoughts? No, I mercifully short. Uh, Pedro is either he's been in some good ones and then he's he's in shitty ones pretty much with nothing in between and Yeah, you know a...
0: right, Kelly, you're right. It's like he's like honestly might be one of the most inconsistent guys when it comes to yeah. match quality I have ever seen. I can't put my freaking finger on it. It's it's uh, it's uncanny.
4: Now, yeah. I, I was thinking that like, he does seem a little bit short of opponents here to be facing one of the moondogs as uh, as the IC mm-hmm. challenger like Apart from uh, Patterson, who's now a baby nice. face, so it's not him. Like who slaughters, can
0: actually... with, uh, slaughter's with Andre right now? Right. Like who can he actually face in the? Well, Moondogs. Guess Slaughter. guess
1: who he faces at the uh, next MSG card? Is it the yeah, the Moon Yeah, it's Rex. Yeah. To yeah. to finish it off. No, and and there was a horrible uh, botched. Uh, I I think it was an attempt at a head scissors from Pedro that looked really bad. Too near the end. Yeah, this one, this match sucked, really. I, I,
4: I was actually thinking about this. Um, at this time um, in the Federation, they've got a babyface world champ, a babyface IC champ, and a babyface tag team champ. Yeah. Um, they, they, like, surely it'd be better to mix it up and have a heel as the Intercontinental champ. Oh, oh yeah, to... no doubt.
0: They, they, they usually did that. I mean, they. it's one thing that they are a babyface promotion and always has been,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: yeah, it's, it's almost yeah. It
4: really is shocking that you're not doing that. I don't know. Yeah, when uh, when's Morocco coming? in? He must be doing soon. Yeah,
1: it's coming quick. Yeah, uh, within a couple months they get into yeah. a streaky. Yeah.
4: Because they're they're a little bit short on heels in that in that upper mid card uh, region at the minute. Apart from slaughter, oh, yeah. there's no one around really.
1: Right. No, not, but at this not. time
4: it was it was kind of like
1: Morales's um, homecoming tour because he'd been gone for. Mm-hmm. A few year, about five years, I think, from New York, and so they well, they brought him back. snuka yeah. to
0: come in as a heel, though, isn't he?
1: Eighty two. Yeah, is coming in soon. Yeah, but I did, think so this I guess, was, yeah. yeah, this was kind of like Morales's, you know, return tour. So they gave him the, the IC strap and put him over Strong, and you know, it was good for business. I mean, it was another uh, drawing card to use, and uh, well, on the smaller I venues. see what they, they were, were
0: doing.
1: Venues, yeah. And they, and they would it,
3: do that and a lot with splitting up a tag team to. You know, oh, we can get two months out of the Moon Dogs versus Pedro, yeah, you know, right, that, yeah. that's their thinking, where, you know, in, in no way, in hell, did anyone even anyone who thought it was real no one in that crowd thought that Pedro was ever going to lose the belt to the yeah. fucking Moondog, you know
4: so uh, let's, mo- let's move on from this, we've given it far too much time
2: uh... <laughs> woo!
4: <laughs> Andre, the Gi- Andre the giant taking on Sergeant Slaughter. Now. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, Pete. Yeah,
0: I thought this was a load of fun. Um, pre-match, I like Sarge like mimicking slamming Andre. That's nice. Nice. Uh, we see Sarge is on his bike to begin, and Sarge is bumping big for uh, for Andre right off the bat. Uh, we see a butt smash by Andre into the corner, and then this in just a brilliant comedy spot slaughter's so uh, doing a rope running uh thing uh, spot and he runs right into andre's big ass yeah. Freaking awesome <laughs> it was so great um you see a bear hug by andre uh you see Slaughter teasing the uh, the cobra clutch andre with some really nice leg work going with the big leg dives and and stuff, and, and Andre captures Slaughter in midair on a jump dive, which is tight. Slaughter with a flying stomp, gorilla slam by Andre off the rope, headbutt by Andre in, in in the in the butt. Really cool stuff. Backdrop by Andre. Uh, Slaughter pulls uh, the ref right into Andre's way when he was going into the corner. Big boot uh, Andre, and uh, but uh, and he ends up winning by DQ. It was just really it was an entertaining match. It wasn't a classic or anything like that, but this might have been the best we've seen Andre uh, with, a, with a with a game opponent uh, who could do stuff and make. Andre's already, you know, he has all these great tools and he's he's amazing for a man his size, but having Slaughter being able to bump and, and, st- and be a great stooging heel for Andre really helped compared to like the, the Hogan green-ass Hogan matches and stuff.
4: Did you see at one point he hit him in the chin? I enjoyed that. <laughs> and, uh, I think he kicked him in the chin, didn't he? And uh, Vince commented on it. Um, I, I thought I thought this was the best Andre match uh, we've seen so far. What do you reckon, Johnny? I agree. I agree with you. Uh, do this you, was a,
0: you better part than the epic tag match from
4: uh, this, from Jersey City. Oh, or... the, the, the Battle of oh, Atlantic well, City. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, that sure. was a, that was also an excellent match as well. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. This is probably the best best singles match we've yeah. seen. <laughs> best match.
3: Liar! How do, you, how do you liar? You know, baby, Je- baby baby Jesus cries when you lie, but uh, <laughs> but in this case, you're right, I, all I wrote down for this was great fun. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all I wrote down I was yeah. enjoying the hell of- and these guys they they work a lot together over the years uh, until slaughter turns um uh, babyface in uh 83 uh, and yeah they they just mesh together so well. Uh, and it's great because you know you, you, even if it's, even if andre 's dominating Slaughter, you know, and you, you go, well, Slaughter Slaughter's a big name, maybe he shouldn't be getting so you know made to look silly by Andre." It's fucking Andre, so yeah. you know you, you don't you don't you're, you don't look bad, you know. And yes, the comedy that the, the ass spot was so funny and so well timed. Yeah, Because, yeah, I mean, the timing on that, it was Maybe. just yeah. outstanding. Because, yeah, you know, people feel you know, like, a comedy spot, you know, that, that has to be timed well, to be, mm-hmm. to get over and be effective and not look too dumb. And Slaughter runs the ropes, and Andre is doing the whole, like, I'm slowly getting up because I'm a giant. I was a little slow. <laughs> and he's like, ugh, just getting up, bending over, and Slaughter, like, he wasn't looking where he was going. He's like running, but his his face was looking somewhere else. All the little nuances, of this, and turned around just in time to realize that he's running dick first into Andre's ass, and sells it like he got hit in the dick, you know, with a hammer. And ah, uh, that was I. I laughed. I was just giggling. I thought, uh, yeah. I thought that was fantastic. And I, this was so much fun. It was just a lot of fun. This was uh, Right. I I put this up against anything you know that I've seen recently. You'd be like, "Hey, you want to watch something that's fun? Watch this!" Yeah, and this yeah. is definitely the best. I I agree. Uh, parv, uh, this is the best Andre match we've seen. I think.
4: Uh, what, what about you, Kelly?
1: Yeah, I think that's fair to say too. Um, Sarge has been on like a super roll um, ever since he's got into the WWF. Um, may I? I'd say he's my MVP so far for 1981. Mm-hmm. Um and and he's been booked against everybody like that's a, kind of a unique yeah. thing. Like he's wrestled Andre, he's wrestled Pedro, Backlund, now he's feuding with um Patterson. Um he's gone through all the babyfaces. He uh, he wrestled Bruno on a MSG show that was untelevised. That's right. Uh, yeah, a few months right. before that. So he's 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 done it all. John, um, you know,
0: yeah, you know he's super bumper too. Can you imagine the
1: bumps he yeah. probably taking for Bruno? Do you
0: know how yeah. you treated them like mm. Bobby Eaton facing Bill Watts and this? Exactly. Like that, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Which, which was probably refreshing for the baby babyfaces uh, in New, yeah. New York to have, like, a big bumper. I mean, obviously, yeah, they all loved working with Sarge. Oh, um, oh yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, he was a great, great worker. Um, well, that's why, because he, he had so much heat from the crowd.
3: And yeah. he's, a, he's a giant himself. Yeah, and he can bump like that. I mean, you, know, you gotta yeah. know, these guys were just like this. This is Mana from the heavens. Exactly. You know, Thank yes, you. Even, even in
0: today's Observer, Meltzer said from '81 to '85, Slaughter it, w- it was would have been a Hall of Fame uh, candidate just off, off his on his work uh, because how good he was. So I mean, that says a yeah. lot.
1: Oh yeah, he was such a great character. I mean, as a heel, the Heat, and then when he turns babyface, he's just a huge yeah babyface like this. Run like nothing uh, like no. I I, I like I said
3: I, I we mentioned before I was watching during the, that, and uh, I, I there's not a lot you can compare it to that initial Sergeant Slaughter face turn in '84 yeah. was so huge epic. and yeah. just yeah. epic. It was epic, and yeah. uh, it was uh, amazing stuff.
4: It is. I think he is a perfect opponent for Andre because yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Not only is he a magnificent bumper. But he has like um... size on him too. He has like size mm. and credibility, kind See? of way, where you can imagine that Slaughter could hurt Andre if he gets the yeah. left side of him. And yeah, even yeah. in this match, he almost gets the Cobra Clutch on him at one point. Yeah, so, was, yeah, was that was cool. Great dude.
0: teasing it. Yeah, I mean because you he, can he, 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 he believe that. Hell, he could take Andre out with the Clutch.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, at no point do you think that Slaughter's completely overmatched. Yeah, you know it, 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 it's it's they play for they play the match for a lot of laughs. And they play it serious. It, yeah. it just, it really, just well done. Yep. You know, piece of work yep. here.
1: The Cobra Clutch was super protected as a finisher. They, they yeah. had, that was, yeah. yeah. And they had like a challenge and everything. It was just such yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't get it on Andre. Andre
3: fought it off. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that that says something. Mm-hmm. You know that you know, even Andre just doesn't want this thing to be cinched in because yeah. they could beat him.
4: So, um, yes, a a good outing for uh, Andre there and uh, Sarge, who's having a phenomenal 81, I agree. So far, Kelly, the best worker in 81, without a doubt. Double with that. Match though, it's Rick Martel taking on the hangman uh, who's billed from Europe. Europe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, in you, I mean, where in Europe? I don't know, but um, that I mean, I
3: say that, when people ask me about like who do you do your show with, I'll be like, Yeah, you know, my pal P from Texas, you know, my buddy uh, Kelly from Canada, you know, and my and my good friend Par from Europe. That's <laughs> so
4: stu- What the fuck, dude? It, that's the best. It's so stupid. Ridiculous, yeah. Uh, so, so um, any anyway, um, Pete, what did you make of this one? I, I mean,
0: I like I like the work in the match, but mm. it's like, why are you having the Hangman go fifteen minutes with your ba- your baby face tag team champion? I uh, mean, on a booking decision, that was just hideous. <laughs> And the hangman doesn't have any credibility, and so the watching him work, go 15 minutes with Martel is kind of just. uh, uh, I have a problem watching a a super worker work that long with an uncharismatic heel, uh, which is uncharismatic might be too strong a word, but a bland heel. I thought Martel's armwork was really done well. I thought Martel sold well. You know, things he gets super good at. Uh, and again well, why would you have him go so long with the hangman and I love Martel Whitty with a freaking hurricane Camerano which is unheard yeah, of in 1998. that was, so <laughs> that was yes, sick that's what it was uh, the match was good but it was like I'd rather see Martel work 15 minutes uh, with Tony Atlas or uh, oh that wouldn't work I'd rather see Martel work <laughs> 15 minute. minutes with with uh, with, with Hogan heel uh, Hogan or uh or in 15 minutes
4: with Yatsu uh, than uh, the Hangman. It just made no sense for me. Uh, Johnny? This sucked.
3: <laughs> it's so fucking boring. I was just bored. Everything Pete said about it, you know, why is Martell going 15 minutes with the fucking Hangman, is true. I also thought the match sucked a cock. So. Just ugh, I was like, ugh, this is so fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, if, maybe if I'm if I'm gonna watch babyface Rick Martel, you know, struggle, you know, which he does so well, you know, I better be like you said, I better be watching against, you know, someone I believe <laughs> is capable of doing that, not the fucking Hangman, and it was just a lot of boring holds, and then then out of nowhere, the fucking i Conrana like what the
0: fuck <laughs> did that happen?
3: jesus christ and i think like, that was like the only good part of this this stunk
0: yeah i think this should be a pecking order and uh it'd be one thing if the hangman was like an up-and-coming heel who i feel like he might be in my in the cards eventually and, and there'd be a good rub but I I, I I don't i didn't see that and obviously it's easy to say that now because we're watching footage 20 plus years you know 30 years ago uh, so it's easy to say, yeah, I didn't see it happening, but
3: maybe they had plans for the hangman that I, i'm not even- I don't think so they this I was just, a, yeah. like said, this is what they did they they split up the moon dogs,
0: yeah to get
3: two matches, and they split up the tag champs to get two more matches yeah I and, just, uh, just, you know just, so what they they used to do that with the the hearts and the killer bees and the hearts
0: time dogs all
3: the time, you know it's just a, it, it's annoying because none of those matches ever really mean anything. Yeah, and oh, just, yeah but
0: at least at least with the one, the hearts and the bull and the killer bees, they they did it with each other. Um, yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. Very rarely saw that's Brett true. go 15 minutes with uh, with SD Jones or something, or that, and that and SD Jones is even higher on the card. Or 15 minutes with with Johnny Rods or whatever.
1: <laughs>
3: that might be good. Steve Lombardi. <laughs> Steve Lombardi. There you go.
4: Kenny.
1: Uh, I mean, I like this match. I don't know. I, I think it speaks a lot for Martel as a babyface that oh, he yeah. sucked me in. Like I believed him, and I liked his his selling. You know, I, I it's hard not to get behind that guy. And you know, I didn't have much hope for this match going into it. Like the Hangman has been a, a total dog so far, and I, I did check the results before this, so I knew going in it's going to be 15 minutes. I was like, oh my god this could be a tough one to get through, but you know, then the crowd was dead at first, but I don't know. They, they worked it well. I mean, it had psychology. It had, it wasn't just a meandering mess of a match. Like we've seen with a lot of these matches and, uh, um, you know, so it, it, it it had structure and it, I, you know, it worked for me. It it didn't feel like 15 minutes. I didn't think it was that long. Um, but you know, it's it's weird how these things are. I could watch a similar match and then and, and hate it, I guess. But I don't know. I thought it was it was fine for what it was. I mean, it wasn't that bad at all. I mean, I mean yet another flash pin finish, which I think how many have we had on this card so far? Like five. I yeah, think. at least uh, the
0: Kanrana has a little position. Yeah, that it Ed, Ed was <laughs>
1: it, it was like a monkey flip. I think he started. Yeah. It was like a beginning with a monkey flip that somehow ended into a pin. I mean, I've never seen that before. It, yeah, it, it, was wasn't, weird. A, it yeah, wasn't it wasn't a strict was super smooth or
0: anything. Yeah, it was like but he almost but it, made but it, it almost up. Enough, though, yeah.
1: I think he like made that move up on the spot. That, that there's another thing for Martel going for him. That's the greatness of creating finishing moves on the fly. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it was I mean, I'll, I'll probably never watch this match again, but yeah, no. I mean it is better than most of the matches on this card. Oh, yeah. I would, I mean,
0: I'd, it would be in my top four on the show, probably. Uh, I
1: think, yeah, I think I got it number. Oh, well, okay, it's maybe about four or so. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's just just I didn't know the time, and maybe I and I didn't give it the due watching because I'm like, okay, great squash match, and I didn't know it was going that long. It's like, what the fuck, you know? It's like.
1: Come on! Yeah, maybe knowing now. at the time, maybe yeah. it's different. But I knew how long it was going to go. Yeah, in, so, so I
0: didn't invest my time into it. I was like fucking right. around with my phone, like, "What's <laughs> oh, taking so long?" Geez. I look up and you see Martel selling his ass off, working it on. Him. <laughs> but yeah, but you didn't, wasn't expecting it to go that long.
2: Well
4: I don't know what planet you guys are on, because I thought this was by far the best match uh, that we watched uh, on this card. I thought Martel was absolutely phenomenal. You're this, on PCP. Uh, no, no, not at all. I, th- I thought, I, th- I thought his Europe. Oh, Europe. arm, I thought his arm work was absolutely tremendous. Yeah. Be- better than any arm work we've seen from, uh, from the champ, for example. It was just like he's on a different. Martel is on a different level. from Martell's the, the type who's... of
0: babyface inch. Uh, I mean, to cut you off, but and I, and Martell's the type of baby face I like too. So I don't want yeah. this to come as a slam towards you because it's not. But he's definitely a babyface, type of babyface you like. You like your babyface like me. I like my baby faces selling. I like them working, working a body part. I like them making comebacks. I mean, Martel is your prototype baby.
4: But he, I mean, he's, like, he shows tremendous fire, even when he's just doing something as basic as working an arm. And he was really wrenching it. I, I, I honestly think that Martel may be one of the best workers we've seen. On any of these things, like I compare him to like Patterson in '79 or something, and with this, but like, and this is like we haven't because he's been working tags a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him do, and this is like 15 minutes with a with a nothing opponent, and he was just tremendous. He was tremendous at yeah. selling, smooth. tremendous at doing the arm work, yep. yeah, super true. smooth. Mm-hmm. I I mean I I I don't know like three three and a half even. I I yeah. thought this was I thought this was a really good match. Um, so yeah, uh that's my, that's my take. So I guess we've won the gamut there. Johnny said it stinks and I thought it was the match of the night. So there we go. I like, mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to go
3: on about a way a, a wrestler should be acting with based on who his opponent is, then Mar- Rick Martel shouldn't be acting like the fucking hangman has got his number. You know, but, but I, granted, I but granted, granted, they probably said go out there and give me fucking 15 minutes. So
4: but I mean, I, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't giving him that much because uh, I mean, the majority, a lot of the match was Martel working body parts. But he yeah. it, he yeah. did it in such yes. an engaging. Ugh. No, he did it in a really, really engaging way. You know? And I, I think,
1: I, yeah, the Hangman's dominated pretty much every match he's been in. That's uh, sort of his thing. Is like he'll he'll take the whole match and and lose at the end, basically. And
3: I love Rick Martel. I I, I love Rick Martel. I, but and if this had been again someone other than the fucking hang i mean oh <laughs> it yeah. it's so boring
4: well well titans fans this mat all of this card is on youtube so yeah, yeah there you go you cool. can uh you can watch it and uh let us know what you think you know it's only 15 minutes <laughs> or <laughs> watch watch this and maybe watch uh the the other featured match. you know the backland match and uh and they, on the Andre match and yeah. so you, see see yeah. which one you like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah.
0: par, I technically Definitely. liked the Match. It wasn't a. a <laughs>
2: technically a, And just
0: yeah, it's just I just didn't like the opponent. I mean, it's just one of those things that's hard to get into. <laughs> when it's the freaking Hangman working, it's just one of those things. A bland babyface, bland heel. I mean.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, then again, good.
0: you've been watching a lot of Tory Funk, so that might. <laughs>
3: You know it is. I, I don't blandness I don't, on the mat yeah, a lot, so yeah. I don't buy. I don't buy. I mean, I'm watching Rick Martell sell, and he's acting, and, oh, and, and he's fantastic. And I don't buy that he's being hurt Danger. by this fucking yeah. clown. Well,
4: I mean, I I told Kelly earlier if I was booking this promotion, I would put Rick Martel over Bob Backlund straight away and just make him the champ immediately. That's what I would do. I think Rick Martel in 1980 is just great, great
3: I don't think we'd be drawing 24,000 of the garden
4: <laughs> I do
3: I think he'd draw
4: yeah. I think I did but if he was booked in exactly the same way, I think he'd draw I mean, yeah. look, at, look at the guy um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, look how over Steamboat was, just in that one match and uh, I'd say steamboat and Martell are comparable. Well, so. oh,
1: yeah. And if you look at the Portland stuff from 1980, true, it's like a much uh, smaller sample size or whatever, or smaller size. Oh, he was, yeah, he was huge. But yeah. the, in the in the Portland Sports Arena, the he was just the women were just no. screeching for him like. Yeah, no, no
3: I'm, I'm basically saying part if you were booking New York at this time, there wouldn't be drawing. <laughs> I don't understand why these New York fans don't like the way I book things. <laughs>
4: I, what, I, I read, I, 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 they'd, be getting, they'd be getting better matches, I tell you that much. Oh, yeah, because
3: yeah, yeah. Ted, Ted would yeah. be on top. Yeah. No, par, par, par coming out to the ring like Vince Russo and yelling at the top. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, being, yeah just the knowing.
0: lead heel would be Professor, Professor, Professor Par's Parf.
4: points. <laughs> well, let's
0: uh, – let's. I, I, you know what?
3: I've got to be honest with you. I do not – I've not been getting that joke in reference – so. Uh, he did
0: a po- he did a podcast, and he said, "Can you imagine me trying to do this on Titans? Johnny and Pete would shit all over it, oh. <laughs> and it was farce points."
3: <laughs> okay, I, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. I, I thought it was funny. I like farce points. I thought oh
4: no, was- no, no! I, I, I just, I just, I wasn't getting it. But. Oh, uh, well, any, well, anyway, um, d- of course, I could not sell out MSG every week, unlike the greatest con man in the history of the world, Vince McMahon, <laughs> Vince McMahon Sr. Well, he how is a, it a con
3: if, if because, he's,
4: he's a, because it's incredible that he was Oh, well, I mean, wrestling is fucking, a con. Okay. No, 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 of course, no, no, it's no, a but, con. No, but, but Vince a con. Senior, Vince Senior is the greatest of them all because he put on fucking Yatsu versus the Baron, SD Jones versus yeah, Rod. Yeah, good match. Moved, Moondog Rex versus Rick McGraw and Tolucci uh-huh. versus Larry Sharp. That's his first four matches, and he's got twenty four people at the garden twenty four thousand people at the garden. That's incredible. But, but, if, but if it was a
3: con, he would have been advertising like different people. He, well, he well, advertised well, these people, and people wanted to see well, them.
4: Let, let, let me con. put it. Let me put it a different way. Okay, he's a genius <laughs> because because nowadays they fucking stack the card, and they're lucky to draw oh, yeah. twenty four thousand people yeah. in a lot of places. And he was doing it with you know one or two featured matches and just oh, basically yeah. a bunch of really lower car, lower card guys uh, you know so I think that' says a lot and he was able to do it consistently for years. Oh I, yeah, geez, and definitely. I, I, I
0: also think that those the, I think that was a lot they did that a lot in a lot of the big territories like that they did like they did. Charlotte now like mid-south and Memphis, they had a pretty uh, deep card and stuff like that. St. Louis was a town so they had a deep card. Uh, but yeah, there, there was—I mean, there was a lot of people who they did it like that, where they had one or two main events and three or four undercards and and stuff some like that. The, Except some of those territories, like like in in Charlotte, they'd be giving them thirty or an hour, you know, broadway's on top of the NWA champion. We weren't getting that much, you know. Bob did his share of draws. Don't get me wrong; we we will end up watching a Don Morocco hour draw. Yeah,
1: three, I mean. So. New York was booked like a boxing Different. card. It yeah. was booked around the main event. I mean, you didn't yeah. come to see the undercard. They had an undercard. They had five, you know, on a, a boxing card, you had five undercard fights that were there yeah. that no one gave a shit about. But it, well, it was about the main analogy. event.
4: That's a good, real good analogy.
1: Yeah, that's what great, they, what, dude. What, that's they what,
4: do, what they do always say, though, is that it's easier to do the monthly loop than the, than the, than the weekly one, right? Like, yeah, it said that. Oh yeah.
1: oh yeah. Well that too. They didn't burn out the stars. You know, they they could get a lot of mileage out of these guys, and they did. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. Everybody get Martell's partner now, Tony Guerrilla. Look at that hair. Uh, taking on Bulldog uh, Bob Brower with a beard. Um, Dick,
1: Dick Brower.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I Dick always Brower. get that wrong, <laughs> don't I? I? always call him Bob Brower. Um, Bulldog Dick Brower with a beard. Yeah, that's right. Um, now, <laughs> Guerrilla's hair... I don't know. Like he's obviously not been to the uh, the barber for a while here <laughs> because, uh, because his his hair looks like a beehive or something. Like just like, like, like. <laughs> Johnny, any thoughts on uh, Montgomery's hair?
3: <laughs> it was gorgeous. I just, but yes, it was <laughs> gigantic. Hey, you noticed that when Brower like was pulling his hair? He got really pissed. He's like, he's like, fucking Saturday Night Fever. You know, I, I I spend a lot of time on my hair, and and, and Dick Brower is pulling my hair, rough You know, just he was very very hot about that hair being touched. It was gigantic. It was a poof, just huge, a beehive. That's fucking great. <laughs> um,
4: Pete's
0: <laughs> um, I wrote painless on the uh, Moon Dog Pedro match. I wrote painful on, painful? on this one. Yeah, <laughs> it was to do a bookend, almost or in between. It was painful. It was hideous. It was bad. It was
3: oh. Brower's Brower's giant <laughs> diaper it yeah. just
0: keeps falling down and just ugh. I felt I wish I was Helen Keller at the time I was watching the match. I mean, that's just all there
3: is to it. Yeah, I you know, I love Tony, but oh, vey, this stunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was oh, hideous. Um Brower, he looks like an old Ernest Hemingway, basically. <laughs> the old... <laughs> the old man. The old man in the guria And... Well, me, well, huh. I was about to say... See, hey, I man. thought
0: Brower is more like the Cupid on on, on crack. Because he's just ridiculous. Yeah. No. You know,
3: let me tell After watching this, I wanted to fucking eat a shotgun like Hemingway.
1: <laughs> 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 no, One interesting thing was uh, Vince referenced uh, Pat O'Connor at one point uh, as a a wrestler from New Zealand. Um, And as far as I know, I don't know. Did O'Connor ever wrestle in New York? If he did, it would have been years and years before this. So that sort of came out of nowhere. But other than that little tidbit of trivia, this was crap. Like that was my last line was crap underlined. Mm -hmm. This is garbage. Now,
4: now, now, given that you've mentioned a writer there, I probably should say something. Uh, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, I bet you anything, would throw the best working punch of any writer. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably throw a better punch than Brower. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, dude. dude, dude that, okay,
3: real quick. That's that's the punchline of a great old Woody Allen uh, routine when he did stand-up. Where he goes, like, I remember when Hemingway and Sylvia Plath and I were at, you know, and it was, like, going to these different places, and he goes, goes, and I made a joke, and we laughed about it, and then Hemingway punched me in the mouth.
4: (laughs) And and it's, like,
3: the the running... (laughs) That's
4: fantastic. But he is, like, the manliest guy ever, isn't he, Hemingway? So, anyway... um, I, I thought there was something really retarded in this match, which was um, Brower Brouwer's Brower, <laughs> doing his eye spot okay, <laughs> now, now let, let's pretend you were in the front row of MSG okay, you, even in the front row you couldn't see what his eyes were doing like, it's so stupid I don't understand, like, I could understand doing it for like maybe a TV studio match or something oh. but, or for like a, in a small arena or whatever but, they're in MSG I know, he's, like I, that, that must have been lost on basically ninety. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell time. you, that,
3: that's the only part about this I liked.
4: Yeah, well, <laughs> so, well, I mean, yeah, well, guys... you could you you could see it, right? Well, but, he uh...
3: knew. It. Maybe he was more astute than we think and realized this was, you know, he, has, he knew the future was in cable
4: TV. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is being
3: broadcast on on television. I better do what? my crazy eyes but
4: he was famous for that, wasn't he? The crazy yeah. guys because he, he's is. on the he's on the front of my uh, Greg Oliver Heels book, yeah. doing that doing that same face without oh. the beard. So. Imagine that,
3: yeah. You're horrible. Forget. What do I got, what do I got to do to get over? Do I have to do a million flips? No. Do I have to do, what's gonna get me over? My crazy eyes, and I'm not gonna abandon <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> nothing. Uh, it's, Robert, it's, no, he's the worst, the worst guy we've seen. seen. I Do you think. think he's the worst guy you've Yeah, seen? even worse than Sweet Hanson. Uh, that was oh, my What about
0: Moose?
1: Ah, you gotta love Moose. Yeah, I mean, Moose sucks, but and he he's a lovable. Cool name. Brower is a guy I just want to n- never see again. But I I like,
4: Mo- see Moose had, had no basic training. He was just a bloke <laughs> off the street. Whereas Brower had been in the ring for, what, 30 years? Well, that's
3: it's like I said was. the first time we talked about Brower. It seems like, you know what, I bet in his youth he was decent because he looks like he knows... The basics, yeah, but yeah. he's so fat he's too, and awful yeah. and old. You know, just hands yeah. falling far. down. Yeah. Dude, I mean, you could I, you could advertise on the back of his fucking trunks, you know, just in, in big fucking letters, and you could parachute with those fucking things.
1: Just, I,
0: mean, I think all the legends on that Legends Battle Royal look better than Brower
1: did here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even Strongbow. Yeah.
4: No, well, 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 for <laughs> okay, me, maybe not. For, for me, he's the second worst worker that we've seen after Strongbow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to get it. in Where is Strongbow anyway? He's he's been missing for some time now. He's, he's in Georgia, back, he's,
3: right? He's backstage amassing power.
4: <laughs> I think I think I actually think he's in Georgia at this point. Uh,
1: Georgia and the Carolinas. I I really I can't wait until he comes back though, Parv. Just for you having to put up with watching those tag <laughs> matches with him and. Jules, coming up. Wow.
4: Oh, brilliant. Okay, um, okay so.
1: K2J uh... Strongbow.
4: Final match. Uh, final match uh, on this card. It's uh, the fabulous Hulk Hogan taking on Tony Atlas. Yeah. Uh, Hogan wearing his Pied Piper gold number this, this evening mm. um, Atlas uh, well Atlas is uh, is totally Atlas and uh, <laughs> Pete, Pete, Pete what did you make of this match?
0: Uh, you know it was what it was uh, it had fun moments Atlas flexing is great and then you can just see Vince just popping a woody oh. uh, just, yeah. you know, going nuts and he almost felt like he might have wanted to rip his suit off and join in the pose off uh, just because he was just going nuts. Not um, yet. Yeah, you could definitely see Thunderlips was in the house. Uh, it was just ridiculous that Atlas pressed slammed the Hulk. Mm. I was pretty awed, awed by that. Um, you see, Atlas was one hell of a drop kick. And then yeah, the finish was pretty fun with Atlas pinning Hogan after a crotch on the rope. Even though Hogan had his foot on the rope on the on the uh, yeah on the ropes when it counted three. It was it was fine for what it was. Pair of muscled up studs who are who, they're better at posing than the art wrestling, but it, it was entertaining. Ah. I thought Atlas had a shitload of charisma.
4: Yeah, Johnny.
0: We're, but I gotta uh, say, see, real quick, you can see if Atlas was working with like a Ric Flair or a or a, a another good good just, just another good heel Jerry Lawler, would have a great match with him. Terry Funk. Uh, he had a lot of tools that you could actually play with. And probably have a good, really good match if uh with the right worker.
3: Hmm. I thought I this know. was a lot of fun. Uh I love Vince ever when uh I, I you love know, because Hogan, you know, like just flexes his, his his biceps, but Atlas, being a professional bodybuilder, you know, goes into all the professional bodybuilding holes, <laughs> you know, and moves and and, and uh and poses and stuff and Vince just goes, oh, Check it out, girls! Check it out. <laughs> I was like, "All right, yeah. he looks like he was carved out of granite." Yeah, and Hogan just was a fucking beast. And just look at him—he just, he just solid muscle and thick. Just, hes a fucking monster.
0: Example, yeah, I thought this with was the Flying Dutchman.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, this was—I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought they worked well together. Uh, you know, Hogan's still pretty fucking green. I think if you get uh, yeah, let let let's say in '86 uh, or '85, even '84, they turned Atlas heel, and he was facing Hogan. Then I bet you'd be a fucking great match. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree there, but go
3: um, on. <laughs> I I I like two big muscled up studs pounding each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you heard like you heard Hogan. me.
3: Hogan's the king right.
0: of working light, so I just I just don't see these two studs uh, pounding on each other. But ah, just know. doing muscle
3: spots,
4: man. Just throwing oh, each yeah, other yeah, around, fucking
0: shit. Yeah, I'd rather uh, them show up at the Royal Rumble and do a pose off or something like Rude and I, Warrior. I,
4: I I was actually thinking, you, funny you mentioned Rude. I was thinking during this match that uh, that's a missed opportunity. Like the where's the Tony Atlas Rick Rude feud? It mm. would have been a good feud.
3: Uh, you um, know what? By the time Rude hit his stride, yeah, Atlas,
4: Atlas yeah, was, well, was, was smoking. Take... Atlas
3: was Atlas was smoking crack under a park yeah. bench. Yeah. If you could
4: take so... this Tony Atlas, and yeah. like oh, somehow like you know, Caltum leap him into 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 uh, eighty nine <laughs> or something. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, the
0: Atlas Paul Orndorff figure <laughs> is pretty damn fun. when are having the pose off in the club. You guys mm-hmm. ever seen that clip? Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Um. I really I can't remember what promotion it was some rinky-dink promotion from 1990, or no, it was in 91, where uh, Atlas cuts a load of great promos. Oh, ICW. oh yeah, 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 ICW, yeah, he's really yeah. good at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Atlas. Oh, Apparently, are, when he was like, living under a bench or something. Yeah, there was a 90. That was a
3: 90. Those are amazing promos. Yeah, yeah
4: really good. All of
3: these. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're on the uh, the ninety uh, Yeah, well, that's, that's probably
4: yeah. where I saw it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're fucking like they're out of, and it's out of nowhere. You're like, what? When yeah, did Tony Ellis become the greatest band great, alive? Great the,
4: the, the only thing is, is that he always cuts them in front of those like weird curtains. Screen screens, yeah. It's just no, <laughs> all... like, uh... Uh, Kelly, what do you make of this one? Uh,
1: yeah, I like this one. Um, did any of you guys watch the the angle between these two guys? Um...
4: Yeah, I get it. I, just, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't yeah. have time no
1: one did their homework. Parv, no.
4: I didn't have time,
1: Kelly. <laughs> I've, been very, I've been very busy. Yes, you've been watching every other uh, era. Of I've been
3: I I have been very busy obsessing about Dick Murdoch and why I don't
1: like him. All <laughs> oh, right, that's right. He
0: well, just I close count of five thousand,
1: but he did yeah, have time for the Atlas. Got <laughs> up there in a hurry. I did watch the angle. Um, shall I? Oh, please. Okay. Dude, please, 20, please, please, this? Yeah. please. Because, yeah, this this wasn't just a random match. The, there was an angle behind this. This was a feud. Uh, basically, on the TV, uh, we have Atlas coming out, uh, cutting a promo with Vince, the typical one in front of the ring, you know. And, you know, Vince asks him about his, his, his lifelong uh, love of wrestling and bodybuilding, and, you know, Atlas starts telling his sort of, like, uh, life story about how he got into wrestling in the seventh grade and, he talks about all the wrestlers he respects, you know, Bob and Bruno and Patterson. And then of course, uh Vince requests some poses as as <laughs> you would think, <laughs> of course he would. And and Atlas is great here playing like the bashful, you know, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, he didn't doesn't really want to show off, but you know, Vince just has to see them." And so
0: I <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that he had no problem posing in the ring but he was, he was bashful on the interview that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it is a little inconsistent. But anyway, so Vince makes him pose and so he starts immediately going into like a Mr. Uh, USA routine. And and Vince is is doing commentary to it like look at that chest. Look at those arms. You know, it, it's, it's totally plotting the future the future of the company uh, before his very eyes. And then Hogan comes out, and uh, his first line is, Enough of the Gaga, uh, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Enough of this brown clown. Yet another uh, great... Oh, he said? Oh, wow. Yeah, Hogan <laughs> calls. It gets, it's, of course, it's, it, it's, it's a, a, um, he's feuding with a black guy, so of course brown? it has to immediately um, enter a, a racial uh, territory. Um, brown clown? Yeah, brown clown. <laughs>
0: Bill Watts would be proud of that line. <laughs>
1: oh, so Hogan well, I, challenges them to a poem. I just made though. a
3: rhyme. I just made a rhyme, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poet, and I,
1: I'm a racist poet, and I didn't know it. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably working on that one a long time, and he showed it to
3: to Freddie.
1: Like, what do you think of this, Freddie? Is this a good line? Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, whatever, kid. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Right. And so Hogan challenges him <laughs> to a pose down. Um of course the line the next line is all you can do is shine my shoes, boy. Um oh. just to to oh, hammer no. the point home that, no. that yes, Atlas is black. And uh Hogan suckers him into the ring, and so when Atlas is trying to get into the ring, Hogan uh attacks him and then and chokes him and it it looks like a match is about to start a ref does get into the ring and and starts to like call the match or whatever and then eventually it's just all chokes and uh, nothing happens and uh, you know Atlas does make a comeback and and chases Hogan off but oh and then yes Hogan does he he crotches Atlas on the top rope at the end so that that plays into what we see in the match right yeah so that's hence the the finish of this match with the crotch spot if you were wondering it was payback for that um
3: okay there you go
1: yeah so th- this was fun i mean th- this was hogan as 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 actually the incredible hulk hogan firmly now the the fabulous is is finally gone and this is actually hogan's last match in uh, the garden was until... it the most
0: on the angle was it the most that hogan showed with like carrying an angle or
1: i guess so Oh, I mean, he did, Uh, the, him and Andre had an angle that was... Yeah, but if it wasn't uh, like Hogan, it
0: was Blassie totally carrying
1: Hogan. That's the true, interviews. right, yeah, yeah, no, Hogan carried this angle. Yeah, totally, Blassie didn't do anything, it was all Hogan. Um, But like, you know, Johnny said, you know, Hogan's still green, like, he's still right. feeling his way, like, he's, he's he looks great, and he's a pretty good worker at this time, actually, but he just doesn't have the whole Hogan character down yet, and that'll... Come when he uh, heads to the AWA, which is coming pretty soon.
0: Yeah, I I think he's working with Bachwinkle and he, and probably really helped him.
4: Like, isn't he off to New Japan though? Well, he he would always come and go to. You know, isn't that literally where he goes? Like, from WF straight to New Japan. I think for for the tour, yes,
1: because he doesn't hit up the AWA until August. There's a few. He actually does a quick tour of Florida uh, in the summer. Of he? And he wrestles Lawler in Florida. Um, is, he,
4: is he working as Hulk or as Golden, uh,
1: Sterling I, Golden I, again? Leave <laughs> us Hulk Hogan. I I don't know if there's any footage of, of the Florida run that exists. It was only a couple months. I don't know if it was, well, that was, you know, that's where he's from. Maybe he just went back for a break or something mm-hmm. kind of thing. Anyway, so yeah, this is Hogan's last MSG match until the, the um, historical January... Twenty third, nineteen eighty four uh, match against Shiki Baby, uh,
4: Hogan uh, Atlas. Um, I mark. So I was. Re- I was saying to Kelly before Hogan just needs to leave now. He's like hanging around like a bad fart at this point. Like, how long? Like how long has he been around? You know, um, like this is a really long run for a heel uh, mm-hmm. in this promotion. Like did, nobody else has hung around this long. Um, uh, but then, um, he did something that made me mark out. <laughs> which is when he he attacked Dick Kroll and body slammed him and gave him a fucking leg drop. That's amazing. In 1981. Just decked the ref. <laughs> yep. and, and then he gave him like a really stern telling off with his with his Hogan moustache and Hogan finger. Um, that's one of the best things Hulk Hogan's ever done. Oh, well,
3: fuck Dick uh, so... Kroll. He fucked up. Yeah, he blew that yeah, call. Well,
4: I mean, I really did. I mean, I was, because when, when I was watching the match, I was like, hang on, he had his foot on the rope. Ref, that.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even I the know. bottom rope. It was like the second yeah, rope. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't there, even like,
3: like, you know, hey, it was on the bottom rope, and you, know, you had two giant bodies, and I didn't see it. Yeah,
4: his leg is hanging
3: off the top rope or some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know?
4: I, uh, Hogan absolutely decks Kroll and uh, that's for all of the heels. That's for all of the heels who've been suffering fast counts. For yeah, course. yeah, God yeah. Knows how many years? Yeah, so.
1: totally. <laughs> here's, here's one for you, brother. <laughs> this is for yeah. superstar
4: Billy Graham. This is for <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Ivan Koloff. Uh, so yes, um, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, one of the better Hogan moments that we've had, and he's gone now. Uh, oh well. Well, gone he,
1: from MSG, still has a few Philly shows left in him.
4: He went out with a bang from uh, from New York, so that's good. Really, uh, oh, he
3: really did. I mean, because you you didn't see that.
4: No. And this was a this was actually a change-up from their, from their usual, you know, death slot tag yeah. team championship oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. match. So they changed up the card a little bit.
0: Well, because there wasn't any tag matches on it,
1: so they couldn't put it in a death slot. Yeah, this wasn't a yeah. curfew draw. This was basically a co-main event, I would say. Hmm. Uh, well, well, and the well, Andre well, match, too, was a main event. I mean, they it, had, like, three main events on this card. Three,
4: three big matches. Yeah. Right? They drew 24,000, as you were saying, at the top of the show, Pete. So, you know... Uh, it's. Not, I wouldn't say it's uh, you know all killer no filler, but there was quite a lot of uh, big names on this card. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well let's uh, let's do our end of uh, end of show because I think that we'll have some slightly different answers tonight. Mm. Match of the night. Uh, Pete. I'm gonna
0: go rods and SD Jones. I really enjoyed it. <laughs>
4: uh, John,
0: Johnny. Oh, uh, Backlund
1: Hansen. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, back when too.
4: And uh I'm going Rick Martell hangman. So there we go. Um there MVP <laughs> MVP peep. I'm uh,
0: I'm gonna say Johnny Rods, uh, just because I really liked what he did and uh I don't feel I feel pretty comfortable that I don't think I'll ever say Johnny Rods was an MVP of a show. Um
4: He was he was really good
0: in that match. Yeah, I say. I thought he was, i thought, I mean personally I thought Martel like you worked the best match or looked the best. But I thought Rods did something... I thought Martel's work was... He he didn't need to do that. He didn't need to work his ass off for the hangman. Um, So, um, I'm going to go with with Johnny Rods. I really enjoyed what he did.
4: Uh, Johnny?
3: I'm going to agree with Pete. Johnny Rods, uh, he just blew me away. Uh, He was funny. His facial expressions were great. Uh, It just was like, like... Wow, uh, that, and know uh, I'm going to give it a co, a uh, co to, to <laughs> Rods and SD for going out there and, and just being that entertaining uh, when they didn't have to be. So yeah, blowing yeah.
0: the expectations out of the water. Exactly, exactly. Got yeah. it.
1: Oh, yeah. That's I mean, it's a good case for Rods. I, I I really liked them too. I maybe I'll throw out a different name just to be the for, you know, to be different. I'm going to go with Sarge because Sarge is always solid. And he was solid again against Andre.
0: Um, um,
1: so yeah, Slaughter is my pick.
0: All I'm going to say, Kelly, I mean, you're really surprising me. When you actually really? had a jobber match that was really good, <laughs> and, you pick, and you don't pick either of them as the star of the night. That is just
1: I'm the unpredictable Kelly Nelson. They... Yeah, I <laughs>
0: guess, man. It's almost hey, like a hey. heel turn tonight. We I mean, <laughs> were pick, jobbers you then. The best match was the main event. And then, and then you go with Sarge, the best heel on, in 1981. Wow. Yeah.
4: I, you, know, uh, you can't
0: predict
3: anything. Heel You're on
4: your toes. Well, yeah, I don't give job as MVP, so my uh, <laughs> MVP is Rick Martel. So uh, there we go. I did by far the best performer on this card. Uh, second, and second would probably be Pat Patterson's hair, which I'll give another shout out to. And uh, I guess there's no real competition for a worst performer on the night. It's got to be Bulldog Brower, isn't it? Yeah. Any, anyone disagree? No.
0: Dominic's bump was close. Bulldog Brower.
1: <laughs> it was definitely the worst bump of the night.
0: Yeah.
3: Bump of the year. No, 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 no. the 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 uh, uh, the the elasticity of Brower's pants for the worst worker uh, of this night. I kept thinking, I was like, I mean, if those giant pants fall down and I gotta see his wrinkly old ass, I'm just, I'm, I'm quitting wrestling.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, we got plenty of Brower coming up on future shows, so you know you Lovely. never. Yeah, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll
0: get a moon, it's moon, like... uh, a mooning spot
1: out of Brower. Hopefully, on oh, a Philly show oh. where Cal can do the the commentary on it. Oh my <laughs> God, Dick! Did you see the size of his ass? <laughs> <laughs> that's not
0: one moon. That's two.
3: That's two. <laughs> that's not a moon. It's a space station. <laughs>
4: Speaking of
1: Philly, Kelly, when are we going back there? We are going back there for our next show. Um, But we're going to change things up. We're uh, we're not going to do a full Spectrum card next time. We're going to do like an old school Titans where we look at uh, some TV matches plus um, uh, matches from the Philadelphia Spectrum. Uh, The TV matches include... Uh, the debuting King Kong Mosca, Angelo Mosca, uh, big star with the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL in the '60s, uh, <laughs> a true legend actually uh, in in Canadian football. Um, as a wrestler, I can't say I've seen much of him at all. So, Sucks
0: as a wrestler, but he recently got in a in a fight.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, winning an award. Sure. Uh, with Joe Joe Cap. yeah, yeah, I yeah. hit him with the cane, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's on YouTube. Uh, so Mosk is taking on Jose Estrada, one of our favorites. Mm. Uh, Jose. And uh, Jose. Hey, when, when when
0: when Kelly says "our," he means his favorite.
1: So just <laughs> just Aww. clarify. Uh, <laughs> or maybe
0: Parv too.
1: I think Parv likes him. I like him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, like say, I just like saying his name. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> And and they're, they're all the same anyway. There's about like three or four of them. I, d- I don't know the difference between them. What Mexicans? <laughs> what Mexicans? like like those kind of like kind of like Mexican jobbers that Hispanic they've got. Hispanic the same. Hispanic, Hispanic. Well, there's like there's Estrada. Jose Luis Rivera. Yeah. Johnny Rivera. Uh, Rivera. Uh, Gomez. <laughs> it's like they're all the same. same. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I I don't really. I couldn't tell you the difference between the. I've never. I just haven't taken a lot of notice of them. Mm-hmm. They are just those, lighter guys who get beat once in a uh-huh. while. Like. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. have to expand your horizons uh, on extra <laughs> so, part. That, that's uh, more. That, that's you're
3: more
0: European ris- snobbery.
1: Yeah, I know. That's more. That's more <laughs> racist than my
3: landscaping joke when I talk about those <laughs> guys. Uh,
1: more yeah. racist than Hogan's brown clown. Concert. Brown clown. <laughs> 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 ah, I got to watch that. <laughs> yes, yes, I recommend it. Um, so other than uh, also uh, uh, for the TV matches, we're going to be looking at a couple Moondogs matches, which won't make Parv happy. But uh, uh. The, the first one is against uh, Dominic DiNucci and Rick Stallone. Uh, we Oh-ho! finally <laughs> Stallone. Yeah, we've heard his name a couple times. Um, this is, of course, DiNucci and his, his middle-aged and crazy random tag partner phase so we got that match and then after that uh, is the title match finally the Moondogs have finally earned a title shot or I guess they've had title shots before but this is the one on TV uh, oh, against no.
4: Martel and Gurria that means they're getting the belts and they're going to be on every card uh,
1: yeah. yeah yeah, we got a lot of, a lot of Moondogs still to come um, yeah. and then we're going to the Philadelphia Spectrum for two big matches um, one last time Andre the Giant versus the fabulous, incredible Hulk Hogan wow. and the big one, the one where we're all uh, waiting to see the big match, Bob Ackland versus Sergeant Slaughter, this time Ooh, nice. within the confines of a steel cage. Nice. Um, in, in Philly. In Excellent. Philly. Thank Ooh, God,
0: because this was beginning to sound like one of our unspecials <laughs>
1: It's all about the main event, man. It's all
4: about the main event. Did that, Did Hanson work Philly, uh, Kelly? Ah,
1: uh, he only he did the New York shows. Did work Philly, but I don't think he worked against Bob in Philly. He um he worked, worked against J- Bruno J- in Boston, actually. Um in mm-hmm. in in a three match series, I believe. But yeah, I don't watched,
0: think watched, we watched Hanson versus Pedro from Philly, did we? Yeah, he worked Pedro, yeah,
1: and he worked. I, uh... um, He's working Tony Gurria on the, the card that, well, from those oh. those two matches are from that we won't get to I see. Dream, a three match. I was debating. <laughs> that, that was the one extra match from that card I thought we may want to watch. Maybe we can track it down.
3: That's I, I want to see that just for me because I love Stan Hansen and I love Tony Gurria and I'd could... love to see them go
4: at it. Yeah, I'm just
0: yelling style class right now for a minute. I'm gonna predict that
4: because we'll <laughs> it's Um what? so you say that Hogan and Andre uh, one last time. Yeah do they, they ever meet each other again after that? Oh H seven WrestleMania three, <laughs> um Uh <Right>. it's Saturday <laughs> night's Man. <day event. laughs> they have bigger matches yeah. Slightly t- slightly bigger. It's time to say goodbye, gentlemen. Yeah, hey real yeah,
3: quick, real quick, real there. real real quick, I wanna give a uh, uh, thank you uh to uh and we'll do this when we uh, me and me and Pete did that uh, Loser Leaves Town uh podcast. Uh, but I know the guy listens to the show. Darren Dietz, uh thank you. Uh he sent me three Memphis uh, uh DVDs just because he loved me and Pete's show. Uh but notice he didn't nice. send them to Pete. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: He loves well, you a little bit more.
0: Well, like I, Johnny's like the good, good brother. Yeah,
1: well,
0: <laughs> then again, so he respects his so, elders but, too. But he also probably respects his elders too.
3: Well, he, number one, he probably knows you already have it all. And yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and, and um, and but I think that needs to be uh, put forth as a new policy of the Titans of Wrestling. Uh, we will um gladly accept free shit. Uh, If you enjoy our shows and you want to send us free shit, please do so. Uh, You can contact us at Titans O Wrestling on the Twitter. That's uh, Titans O Wrestling on the Twitter, and uh, please, we'd love free stuff. So just keep sending it our way, you know, to to all of us and. uh,
0: Except it less it's like hate mails. We
3: don't want that. No no, no criticism. No criticism, please, because we we don't
4: care. And if anybody's got all of the old uh, Gordon Soley you know, (laughs) wrestling networks, you know, if you'd like to make those into a comp for me. uh, (laughs) Yeah.